conscripted by a secret organization. A group of strangers is loaded into experimental metapods, hurtling their souls across dimensions and into unsuspecting avatars. With each trip across reality, these newly minted metapilots gain access to unique powers and abilities, slowly transforming them into true masters of the metaverse. Hey everybody, it is Meta Monday! Welcome to Masters of the Metaverse on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel here on Twitch. I am your host and GM, James Durham. Joining me at the virtual table, I have Helen Roundhill, Mark Thomason, Sean Franklin, and Christian Doyle. We've got Leo back on tech in the real studio, bringing us live to you. Leo! Now, what is Masters of the Metaverse? Well, you know... It's only the most only? interactive live stream RPG on the planet. Oh, yeah. man. Interactive. I mean, who else has that? Nobody else has that. We have that. Nobody else has that. You can't have that. It's mine. There <laughs> you go. Uh, that's right. You, the audience, can influence and change the show live as it is happening. How? Well, first, you know, we have our store, which uh, you can check out right now and see how you can uh, impact things, change things, throw in a hack attack, some rules of cool system shocks, meta points, you name it, it's there. You can change the game with it. Uh, in addition to that, we have our weekly Patreon polls, and, and I have the results. Do you guys want to know how you did? Yes. Yeah. All right. Only always. Uh, Sean, this week you get uh, plus 20 health and plus four to a roll. Wow, nice. Thank you, folks. 20 health, all right. Helen, this week you get uh, plus 20 health and plus 2 to a roll. Okay. Mm. Mark, this week you get plus 30 health and plus 4 to a roll. Wow. Christian, this week you get plus 30 health and plus 5 to a roll. What? All right. And in last place, in last place, I get plus 10 health and plus 2 to a roll, and everything is precisely as it should be. Oh, hey, speaking of Patreon, I've got some special backers I'd like to thank. Uh, James Herbert, thank you. Justin Hotchkiss Palermo, thank you. And thank you. Mobley, thank you. Who's the last one? Benjamin Hotchkiss Benjamin Mobley. Thank you, Ben. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thank you all very much. Without Patreon, uh, we couldn't bring you shows. I mean, you guys make this possible. Uh, not only do you help us get new equipment for the studio, you pay for the roof over the head of the studio, for the utility bills, and for everything else. And um, the studio cat. 
What is this mythical studio you speak of? <laughs> the place that we once went to. Oh, ago. you mean you mean Mark's house? Because <laughs> I'm pretty convinced Mark's just at home. And no, I, I don't think he is. He's a lighting designer. He can make it look like that. He's probably sitting in a urinal or something. Yeah, broadcasting live from a honey bucket near you. Mark, I can literally see you go. Shh. <laughs> kind of like being in the same room yeah. except you guys don't have to like deal with the constant smell of cigarettes and weed that is me <laughs> I mean have you been to my house I I am not going to comment on any of these subjects this house smells like lights <laughs> it smells like lights <laughs> so guys previously on Masters of the Metaverse our heroes entered a video game style metaverse in the avatars of the Freedom Force, based out of Freedom City, which also seems to be the entirety of this metaverse. Occupying the city are a seemingly limitless quantity of Boris Krushkovs, the evil mastermind of the Red Scorpion terrorist group, who has taken control of the city. With Boris everywhere, our heroes attempted to make a break for one of the nearby islands in a safe house there, only to trigger an ever-escalating series of responses as they fought. In a daring last-minute maneuver, they boarded a patrol boat and escaped to nearby Liberty Island, laying low while helicopters, tanks, and patrol boats scoured the region, searching for them only to somehow give up their search after a time and withdraw to who knows where. It would seem that the confrontational approach in this metaverse is not one that favors our heroes. But what now? Why is everybody Boris? What is he after? And how do you stop him when he is everywhere and everyone? The warehouse you've managed to hole up in on the waterfront is old and decrepit and clearly hasn't seen use in some time, if ever. But then again, in a video game world, what use is an actual warehouse where it's just one city? It's not like anything is being shipped anywhere on this flashback of a metaverse. That's fair. <clears throat> it's uh. entirely possible no one has ever used this warehouse, ever. Hmm. Maybe it's a W-H-E-R-E -E house. And don't get it. Oh, oh no. I hope still no. It's a W H E R E warehouse. Can I get a, a quick slider check? Yep, you are currently one away from crash there, uh, crash and sure shot. Um, let's see. Uh, John Stone slash Hotwire is full Hotwire. Bruno slash Nightwatch is full Bruno. And Andy slash Freerunner is full Andy at the moment. And since we're on week two of this, uh, I get to add one new phrase to my five-phrase count for sure shot. I'm taking suggestions from chat now. You hear that, chat? Come up with some suggestions for one more phrase for sure shot. Did I do that? <laughs> and please don't pick that one. No suggestions from you. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. I <laughs> think that's the one to go with. Mm, adorable. Oh, man, Merc. 
That's really good. That's good, Mark. There are some good ones coming up. <laughs> in the meantime, you are in this uh, rather unused warehouse. And it's at uh, this particular time, Crash, that uh, you notice something distinctly strange. There is a tiny golden thread seemingly stretching from somewhere within your arm, Ooh. almost transparent in nature, and going towards the door. It should be also noted that no one else can see this golden thread but Crash. And you are very aware from your position in the slider that... Uh, Sure Shot cannot see this golden thread either. Only Crash Jackson can. Hmm. Wonder where that goes. There's a slight tug at you every time you look at it, like it's trying to pull you along. Hey, something weird is happening over here, and I start following it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you head towards one of the nearby uh, man-sized doors on the warehouse leading out into the street. Down here towards the waterfront on Liberty Island, it's fairly abandoned, particularly at this hour. And you follow the thread outside and around the corner up to the corner edge of the block, where there is a nearby telephone pole. And on that telephone pole is where this golden thread is seemingly ending, right at a grainy black and white picture of Tom. On old yellow paper, cracked and torn at the edges, uh, very weathered like it's been up here for a long time. And on it, it reads, have you seen this man? Please call 555-555-5555. I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> hey, man, Wagwan, who's this guy here? I, I don't really know what to do, so I go, screenshot. <laughs> There's a distinct clicking sound, and uh, you have a screenshot saved. Excellent. I was really hoping that would work. I will uh, wander back into the never-been-used warehouse where my compatriots await. Yep, it's still there, still rather unused. It's all set up as though someone could use it. There's even an office in there. It just clearly hasn't been used. Are there doors that don't go anywhere? Yes. They okay. just don't even open. The standard video game hideout, then? Yes. I found something. Care to share? I'm trying to figure out how. Share a screenshot? And the screenshot is shared on in front of everyone as though floating in the air. Go Freedom Force! Okay, that's weird. It's uh, an image of a telephone pole with a Hawaiian shirt and glasses dressed man on it. The, the piece of paper he's on is really old and yellowed and weather-beaten like it's been there a long time. And it has the writing on it of, have you seen this man? Please call. And then the number of all fives. Is it hey man, how does this guy look like different than everybody else? Everybody else's bodies and this guy is different. That is a Tom. It's old, right? So it's got to predate Boris taking over everyone. Exactly. Yeah, there's no real date on it. The only indicating it, thing is a phone number. But it proves that he was here after Andy was here and stayed here, or at least one of the fragments of him was here. Right? That I mean, track? presumably. 
Does that track with everybody? I don't recall him being visible to any of the inhabitants previous to that. Right, he was more like a voice for the pilots, right? Yeah. And he could show up, but they wouldn't be looking for him here unless one of those fragment guys was here. I would assume so. So he well, is. Unless he wrote himself in. Well, I guess it's not really a game. It's just like a game. All right. So he is. Right, that confirms our theory that the way Boris is doing this is maybe by using Tom. Yeah. Poor Hotwire seems to be very confused as to who Tom okay. is. Okay. You know Amy too good. Who he is. Ah, Tom stands for Tactical Operations Matrix, a known uh, terrorist organization on several cities. Uh, probably got kidnapped by Boris and his ability was used to copy himself over and over again. Oh, we've seen that before. Right, right. He's doing an Agent Smith. But he's 10% better looking than Boris. 15. 15? Sorry, 15. And Boris couldn't have that, so they're all Boris's instead of Tom's. Well, depending on how narcissistic you are, he might... Uh... Also, uh, I, my phrase suggestion I took from Aaron Williams. Thank you very much. Oh. So if Boris... If Boris got the Tom, are we after Boris or are we after Tom? Uh, well, if we get Tom away from Boris, maybe he can't do his thing. I imagine that... I mean, and I'm just absolutely spitballing here uh maybe he's I, I like my theory is that he's uh using tom to to have this ability right if we take away his access to that tom shard maybe he won't have that ability anymore and things can go back to a little bit normal that way we're only fighting one end boss instead of everybody everybody yeah um did we ever establish, is he making more of himself, or is he turning others into himself? It looks like he's taking regular NPCs and turning them into it, but we've never seen it happen, so we can't confirm that. Okay. Since so all of the NPCs are him, but since there's not anybody else except for, aside from that first spawn zone, uh, I'm guessing that he's just assimilating them. So if this time's so powerful, how we get caught then? Hashtag MetaPoint maybe it's like when a cicada sheds its shell. You're left with something completely hollow that looks exactly like what was there before. All shape and no Ew. substance. Or maybe Tom was born here. Thank you, chat. Just little great suggestions. So Tom cicada shells everywhere. Crunch when you step on them. Here's the question I have. And, uh, Crash, you, you've been in this before in a, in a cartoon world. We're in a video game. But do we think... How much of this is, like, a dream of what a video game is like from an end-user perspective? Or is this world actually, like, written in computer language? 
that I don't see anything like I don't see any weird pixelization or anything that would suggest that it's a program. But what is odd about it is like when we were in that cartoon world, everything was a cartoon. But we were also cartoon like space people, right? So when we flew from one planet to another planet, there was all this space and travel time in between. It was a whole place, right? This is like just a city. Right. There doesn't seem to be anything outside of it. Rascal, you talk crazy, man. You act like you're here with me. I'm here, you here, but you act like you ain't here with me. I'm totally <laughs> here with you. You know we've all been, uh, we all got drugged from the tank round that was a gas canister. You just didn't get affected by that. We're still hallucinating. Don't worry about it, Hotwire. It's I just mean, like a <laughs> constitution of yours, Hotwire. You're not as susceptible as the rest of us. Yeah, what I meant to say was, um, I have the shot. You okay, <laughs> have the shot. That's my man right there. I love this guy. He always got the shot. <laughs> Amazing. So what we do now. One of the nice things about having been to so many metaverses is this is not the first time we've had to, you know, deal with this kind of situation. Usually there's at least one of us that's on the opposite end of the spectrum from everyone else. Yeah. And, uh, it, hey, feels, hey. it feels... It feels... The spectrum, huh? You trying to say something about me, brain? Oh, not even I, a little bit. Of anybody here that might do that, I would be the very last person, I promise. At this point in the conversation, Bruno, you happen to notice there's an old yellowed phone book sitting on the desk in the office here in the warehouse. Huh. I haven't seen one of these in a few years. Pick it up. Take a look at it. Oh, I remember these. These are what uh, the TV Christians used to rip in half, right? Yeah, and what you sit on to uh, you know, be a little higher at the table when you're little. Um, flipping through it, is every number five 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 five? No, there's a, a full catalog of phone numbers and even a reverse directory in it. Ooh, look up eight six seven five three zero nine. I just want to know if it's real. Sure. Look. Someone look named Jenny is listed under that number. <laughs> yes. Uh, also known as Stacy's mom and Jesse's girl. Oh man, I should I should have known that Jesse's girl and Stacy's mom had something going on. So uh, five 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 five. Yeah, there's a it's listed as Thunder Research, based out of Independence Island, and there's an address. Oh, sounds like we're going to Independence Island. What island are we on right now again? And Liberty. Thing. Oh, and Liberty. Show map. The map pops up. You were on the nearest map to the coast. Independence Island is the furthest map from the coast. How many islands do we have to hop to get there? Well, it depends on if you're traveling by land or not. Yeah. Traveling I by mean, land, it's the last island in the chain, so you would have to travel through three more islands to reach there. So we probably want a boat. Well, we have a boat, so we got here by boat. Correct. You do have a boat. What condition is that boat in? Um, it's not too terrible. I mean, it has a couple of bullet holes in it, 
And the worst thing it's got going on is there's an SUV seemingly parked on the rear section of it that isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, me sorry about that. No, don't be. That was a fancy bit of driving hot wire, and frankly, we're all grateful for it. Speak for yourself. Sorry, I mean... Uh, <laughs> what I mean is... Target down. <laughs> Uh, you need to uh, calm down a bit there, Nightmare. You know I got to this save, huh? In in the phone book, uh, I'd like to look up Bruno. Uh, that name's not in that phone book. Hmm. Boris. There are quite a few Borises listed in there with different last names, but only one Boris Khrushchev is listed in there. What's that address listed as? Uh, Independence Island Penitentiary. Wow. You get your own phone number in the penitentiary. It's a directory of known NPCs. It makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Do we have any other objectives on other islands? Uh, there's a safe house located on each one of the islands. And the objectives were set up to, uh, liberate and secure these safe houses in order, but that says seemingly impossible with the sheer number of Boris's running around and what happened the last time you left the spawn zone. Oh, you mean when we spent uh, three hours trying to cross a bridge? That was a really long fight scene. It was great. I loved it. What was the name of your avatar when you were here last? Oh. I don't... I don't think I remember. You had numbers. You had a number. Oh. I mean, that makes sense to a degree. Um, yeah, I mean, at that point in time, we... You were full pilot all the time, right? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, not, not, no, not full, not full pilot. Um... But at that point, we weren't really they weren't uh, real. aware yeah. that they were real people. They um, weren't real avatars. Sorry? They weren't real avatars. Oh. First time you were in real avatars was the Borks. Cruel. Cruel. Because didn't you already have... Uh, hadn't you already been in... Rita or something at that point? No, at that point I oh, had been Blue in you had Blue been Streak. In yeah. Um, I had been in Blue Streak previous to uh, previous to ever appearing on the stream or in this uh, experience. Yep. So I had uh, hidden hidden super speed. Um. Is there a section I can look up the number of what uh, Andy or Brony or anybody's avatars were in this world the last time? Is it does, it, does anything? You wouldn't know how. I mean, it's it works a lot like a phone book. So you don't have a name or phone number to work with. Before the A's, a bunch of numbers. Um, no, nothing of the sort. The numbers that uh, that we remember from uh, when Andy was here last. Don't uh, show up as a phone number. Nope, they they aren't listed as people inside this phone book. 
Uh, there's uh, quite a few Toms in there, but none with just a single name of Tom. They're all, you know, Tom Smith, Tom Robbins, Look Tom Alexander. Tom Look Robbins. All right. Look under tactical. Uh, tactical. That's his first name. Uh, yeah, there's actually a listed tactical operations matrix in there. It's the same address and phone number as Thunder Research. Great. I'm going to give him a call. Do we have a phone in here? Uh, I'm sure we do. Can be like we in fact, are carrying cellular phones. Yeah. Phone. Yeah. You dial the number and you get the, uh, the beep message and we're sorry, this number has been disconnected or is no longer in use. Do you want to dial uh, Boris as well? Just shits and giggles. He did have a number at the penitentiary. Is it four? Uh, are you going to dial Boris? Dialing up Boris at the uh, Independence Island Penitentiary. The phone rings a couple of times and then is answered. Boris here. Hey, Boris. How you doing? I am great. Wait, who is this? This uh, isn't Boris. Of course it's Boris. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't sound like Boris. Come on, man. Try to sound like Boris. I'm, I'm practicing my uh, voice technique. That's an awful lot of independent thought you got right there. Well, what do you want? I'm busy, Matt. Uh, just checking in on how things are on Independence Island. Just fine. <laughs> hey, man, ask him about uh, the guy, the Tom? Uh, what? Do not. Uh, oh, oh, ask him if there's a Boris convention coming up because we just can't wait to party. What are you guys doing? Hey, Boris. What was that there, Mark? I didn't hear you. You have a good day, Boris. Okay, you have a good day. See you later. Boris, out. Hangs up. Boris, out. I'm hang up. Okay. So, so, land is a bad option. Sea is a possibility. Air? Outside, you hear the rumbling of thunder, which doesn't make sense because it was bright and sunny ten minutes ago. I'm and gonna... then you can hear rain hitting the roof of the warehouse. Great. So we head back to the boat? We got to go straight there. Yeah. Let's do it. Independence Island. All right. You climb aboard the damaged boat with an SUV parked atop it and uh, begin heading towards Independence Island. It is raining and getting increasingly worse, and a thunderstorm has started. Does the boat have an open cockpit or a closed cockpit? It has a closed cockpit. A boat of this size, I imagine, would have a closed cockpit. Yep. It, it looks a lot like a cutter, if you're familiar with a cutter. Yeah. yeah. 
going to look that up right now. <laughs> Just, you know, for my own. Right. Hotwire, let's, let's, uh, let's head for Independence Island. Where do you think we're going, man? But what are we going to do when we get there? I ain't heard no plan yet. We go in there, just knock on the door? Uh, let's go scope it out and see what we're dealing with. Before we're we definitely go. not going to knock on the door, but we're definitely going to scope out that place. Come All right. I do. You head towards Independence Island. There are occasionally passing patrol boats in the distance out in the water, but with the chop as bad as it is and the rain coming down, you think it is unlikely that even with binoculars or some other form of optical equipment that you were spotted making your way through, even with your obviously different patrol boat having an SUV parked on the back. Hey, man, at this range, we should probably not get any closer, you know what I'm saying? If we get closer, they see us. They figure out where we're going. Maybe it's time to get a little bit more stealthy, a little bit more tactical. What did you, you have in you pass around the first island by this time, making your way closer towards Independence Island, which you can see from your map and now in the distance is definitely the largest island. And even with the inclement weather, you can see that there are quite a few uh, helicopters patrolling the skies around Independence Island and above it. You yeah. continue to make your way around... Uh, doing your best to steer out of the way of patrols from going too near them. But again, the uh, the bad weather and the chop make it fairly easy for you to not be seen as you make your way through, or not be seen as anything more than another patrol boat. And after passing the third island and getting closer so that independence is uh, within your sight, I'm going to take notice checks from everybody on board the boat, please. Hit it by eight. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I beat mine uh, by eleven. Beat by five. Uh, oh, there it is. I beat by one. By one. Uh, in the enclosed cockpit, uh, you have a harder time seeing than the others, so you are the only one that doesn't notice this. But you do notice one of the two things that this check was for. The first thing that all of you notice, including Hotwire, is there aren't any patrol boats in the immediate vicinity of Independence Island. And then everyone but Hotwire notices that there are a tremendous amount of small floating objects in the water surrounding the island, which... Uh, crash you can tell immediately are mines man i was voting for laser sharks laser shark laser shark laser shark laser shark photon shark wow that's a cool dance hey man you know i noticed that nothing i hear no other boats but us out here yeah hold up Okay, uh, are we are we aimed at the shore at least? Somewhat. You're about a half mile away from it, and that's where the mines seem to be concentrated pretty much all the way in. Great. There's no way of getting this boat past them. It's just too big. 
Oh, okay. Never mind then. Um, That's all the the GM saying there's no way to do something is sure fire way for me to not try anything. It's usually a surefire way for me to try something, but I will uh, I will let cooler heads prevail. A smaller boat should probably I'm do it. I'm not going to attempt it. A smaller boat should probably do it. A smaller yeah. boat could probably do it, but that cutter is just too big to make it through any of the gaps around those mines without having Was one push into it. The boat or a dinghy. It'd be a dinghy. Bob what and we. Huh? James, what did you say could probably do it? Uh, if you had something smaller, the, the cutter's just too big to make it between those mines. And apparently she wants a dinghy. She even made up a dance for it. I did. With a dinghy yeah. dance, otherwise? He doesn't, Does uh... Anything, though? What Sorry? Was that? Anybody have any ideas? I had an idea! A dinghy! It's small. Do we have a dinghy? I, I, I don't know. I was saying that we should search the, uh, search the boat for a dinghy. Why did you that? Since um, it was your idea. There's an emergency box on board the rear of the cutter, and in it is a, uh, an emergency raft, in fact. Is it like a Zodiac or just like a... Oh, no, it's an emergency raft. So it's like orange or yellow or something? Yep. Inflatable, nice, bright orange, and uh, pretty tight for four people, but you could do it. There are, in fact, two of them inside there, along with a, a box that has a flare gun and some purified water and some basic food. Is it no. motorized? Absolutely oh. not. No? This is a trick. We got good news and we got bad news. The good news is we got other boats. The bad news is we got other boats. <laughs> so crash. We're stopping ourselves up to the moon because they can see us coming a mile away. Um, how much access do you have to some of those uh, powers of yours as far as like getting four of us moved from here to there? Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to know? How much... This is AM Express? Yeah, how much uh, power access do you have? Can you uh, just move us all over there, or is there um, a way to just jump with the four of us, leave the boat floating out here, and jump the four of us right to land? Uh, I mean, yeah, theoretically I could do something like that. I, I don't generally like uh, moving people... That are on my side. Mm. Uh, because it can go terribly wrong and I might shoot you like a bullet to the other side of the island. Sounds like an electrifying experience. Oh but no, don't even come into play. That's a teleport. I can only do that with me. Ah, I see. I would have to literally use my kinetic ability to like fling you. Right. Uh, so... Options. And I, I also have translocation magic, but it, it too is pretty dodgy. Uh, what I was originally thinking until somebody brought out that horrible little raft that wouldn't even let us survive if we were going to go in those waters without mines because of how I choppy think they are. Very right negative now. about translocation No, no. Well. What I meant to say was it was a terrible idea. I got that. Thank you. Okay, I just wanted to be clear that I thought that idea was bad. 
No, could, I'm sorry. Could you clarify one more time for me? I didn't like it. I didn't like the idea. That was a bad idea. So it's your way or the waterway? Uh, no, technically, I didn't come up with a better idea. So your idea is still the best idea on the table, despite the fact that it is bad. Thank you. That's all I really wanted. Right. No, you took the initiative, and I praise you for that. Does that mean and my it would have been a idea? If not for the weather that is artificially made. So here's what we need to do. I think, uh, since there's really no way to do this safely, um, and we can't afford. I mean, if we set off one of these mines, they're just gonna. It's gonna be a star followed by another star followed by another star, and we're gonna end up in the same situation we were in last time. Right. So what? If uh, we what 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 kind of what kind of powers and voodoo do you got going on right now, Andy? Um, I mean, I am I am full full me right now. So um, I've I've got translocation, but again, dodgy. Uh, fighting empathy, notice gambling, gambling. I mean, I'd gamble on it. No, no, we won't gamble on a dinghy. Um, spy stuff. I do have a power use role. Um, for Titan Force stuff. So we could potentially. Oh, wait, you have the Titan Force? I do. We could potentially uh, fly our asses out of here. You know, you really, you really could. Like, because I can fly myself, no problem. But carrying the other people is, uh, is going to be the issue for me because they'll, you know, die from the inertia. Right, 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 right. They're not protected like I am. Whereas so you could just lift them up with I your super it. strength and fly, carrying them all like giant babies. Or maybe put them in oh. the SUV and carry the SUV over and set it down on the street, and then we just drive away. Admittedly, that is a better idea than what I was about to propose, which was to carry them in the dinghy so that we could marry our two ideas. But no, SUV is probably the way to go. I mean, you could bring the dinghy to the road, but then we would need a car again. I mean, this is true. We might potentially also use them for parachutes later, but, you know. The dinghies? Yeah. Like in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Exactly like that. See, now that's a great idea. Maybe let's I mean, bring the dinghy along. But in the meantime, you. why don't we throw it in the back of the SUV and take the SUV over? Right, 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 right. So what I'm hearing is uh, uh, it, this suddenly turned into a family vacation. We're just bringing everything. We're bringing everything in the SUV. <laughs> uh, you pick it up and carry it, and I'll make sure that physics doesn't make the SUV crush itself when you lift it. Cool? I think that's a great idea. Just one, one uh, as a reminder, the um, airbags in the front of the SUV have gone off, and the front axle is smashed, so... Not really drivable once we get to them. That's a fact. Can but it is. Uh, it, drop down to the bottom and walk along. And look, I was just trying to keep you from getting firemen carried through the air in the rain. But, you know, absolutely. Um, you take that route. You just had mentioned having the car once we got to land. And I was pointing out it's not going to be very functional once we get it. It sounds like a great plan for getting us there. Is there any paint on the, on the cutter? You know, there just might be. You going to take a look around? Yes. Yeah, there is, in fact, 
There uh, is a can of black spray paint on board the cutter. So we could paint the dinghies black and go yeah. back to my... No, okay, that's a bad idea. I think we just paint them and then uh, take them. Paint and take them. The other thing we could was, do with the SUV is we could set up like a scene, you know, where the SUV is broken down and we're hitchhiking along the side of the road, hoping that some friendly tourists come and pick us up. I see How the would they not slip. see right through that? <laughs> hitchhiking on the side of the road at the penitentiary? Really? I, I think if, if we looked look like I, Boris, I think it would probably work just fine. But since we don't look like Boris, it might be a problem. Yeah, so the plan is to hide in the SUV near a streetlight, a stoplight specifically, since all the Boris's tend to follow the same pattern of traffic they usually stop if at the intersections if not at the actual red lights because they don't care about traffic laws but intersections are still a good place they'll have to stop we have to carjack them gta style and get in that get in that new boris mobile that works just fine as long as they're not a marked cop vehicle or done in front of a marked cop we should avoid the star we just gotta make it quick one one question just one? GTA style move. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, car sorry, Rams. We, we carjack them. They stop at the stoplight, you run up, open the door, punch them in the face, throw them out, and take over. Classic. Okay, just not familiar with that, that uh, particular phrase. Video right. games. Got it. Grand Theft Auto. We could make a radio play about it if you'd like. That might help you grasp the concept better. <laughs> oh no, then he'd just talk about all the soap he wants to buy afterwards. <laughs> Is that a theater nerd dig? Leave Mark that, that was I grew up in the time of radio dig, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Night watches. Orphanelli, brought to you by Borax. This week on Grand Theft Audio Radio, a car is stolen. Bum, bum, bum. And that's the news. <laughs> oh, my. What so, wait, know? I'm a bit confused now. So, we, are we still... I was positing the possibility of getting one of the... Getting the boats, spray paint on black so not as visible. We go across in the boats and just stealth our way in. Are you still talking about taking the SUV? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it's a, the SUV is a good thing to hide in because they don't look at you when you're in vehicles. Amazingly. I have is if we are going with boats and paint them black and take the boats in, do we have enough navigational control to avoid uh, getting tossed by a wave into a landmine? Because that would end our trip rather quickly. I thought we were avoiding the boats altogether by flying over the mines. Well, that's just considering the other option. So, seems to me like the avoiding the boats is the safer option. All right. Well, I guess let's uh, let's pack this SUV. All right. All aboard the SUV. Uh, we're going to need uh, first a power usage check from you, Andy James, to attempt to utilize the super strength and flying of the Titan Force. And since the SUV is already broken, I'm not going to worry about holding it together. Fair enough. Uh, all right. I'm going to beat that by three. All right. You grab hold of it. Uh, it, it takes some serious damage uh, 
to the body and frame, getting underneath it and getting a good grip on it so that you don't lose it. This SUV probably isn't driving anywhere ever again, even if it didn't have a completely snapped axle. And you lift it and fly away from the patrol boat headed towards the shore. And from the uh, vantage point that you have flying over the water, you can see that there are a whole lot of those mines around this island, pretty much as far as you can see in every given direction. Someone really doesn't want anyone getting anywhere near this particular island. Makes I sense. I kind of like pluck a tire off and throw it at the mines. No, I stopped the tire in midair. Give me a power use roll. I beat it by eight. All right, you stop the tire and are now carrying the tire along through the air behind the SUV as it's flying. Okay. I set the tire down. You can't blow up the mines because that draws their attention, Andy James. To the water. We're in the air. Then they know we are here. Right now they think we're on the other island. Fine. Do you know how many avatars that have disadvantage impulsive I am bonded to right now? <laughs> yes. That's why I'm being so understanding. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Because seriously, okay. it's awesome. I, I get it. I've got the same problem with egomaniacs and leaders. Okay. Me no understand. How are we flying? And how do you stop that weird? Jets. We put some jets yeah, on the bottom. Rocket boots. Yeah, that's okay. Good. You forgetting I'm pilot. These things you say don't make no sense. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh your seatbelt hot wire and uh free runner will show you how it all works. Yes, that's yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, um, yeah, uh, we, we, you know, when we're no longer in danger. And you fly... Have you considered that the gas we inhaled earlier is finally affecting you? Oh, yeah, that air conditioner's been on circulate the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. No, but if you've been driving this whole time, I don't, I don't know how I feel about gaslighting a friend, but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, hey... Hotwire, let's just say that there are some things in life that can't just be explained away easily. And that, uh, you know, maybe this is time to to ask yourself, what do you believe in? All right, Target acquired? You have the shot? Just because, just the because we're in the middle of a mission, I'm going to ignore this now. At the end, you have some spending to do. You know the show, huh? Lucy, huh? You have spending to do, Lucy? Huh? You know that show, right? Wait. Nobody. Target down. Yes. <laughs> and you clear the half mile of mines and choppy water reaching the shore. Uh, there's some low-set buildings and docks and dotting the entire shoreline, uh, luckily not where you chose to come in, there are little surface-to-air missile sites set up, pointed outwards. Oh. Cool. Mm -hmm. 
So, so let's stay out of the air if we can help it. Fly yeah, let's. I'm just gonna gently. We're just gonna sidle that on down to the ground. Mm-hmm. All right. There's there's some nice older warehouse-looking buildings here, but unfortunately, they seem to be that kind that the doors on them don't go anywhere, and you can't get inside any of the buildings. Right. They're just storefronts. Yeah. And unlike right. the real world where we would just well, break... We want to hunker down and wait for a vehicle big enough to carry all of us. Could call an Uber Deluxe or whatever it is. No? No. No, sorry. You've got to wait for a little bit before one comes down this sort of forlorn street along the waterfront. It seems to you that uh, most of the traffic is headed towards the bridge that heads off of this island. And there is a rather constant stream of traffic weaving the island. Let me and guess. It's going really slow. They have to stop continuously and just going one car at a time. And it's all different kinds from taxi cabs to uh, SUVs to uh, postal cars, you name it. It's in the line of vehicles slowly making their way off of the island. Great. Um, at a quick pause, Helen, why are you so fancy? I don't know what it is you're drinking. You got a fancy glass, you're drinking something fancy. Last week you had like a Chardonnay glass. Now you got this fancy looking thing. What are you drinking? Um, hi, I am an alcoholic and I have sunk enough money into glassware to make it look like I have less of a problem than I do. <laughs> okay. It's called a flight and it's classy. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, my, my roommate's mother sent us these beautiful glasses with gold fish on them. Um, uh-huh. Uh, they're, they're lovely. We have broken two of them so far. Um, yes. I, uh, you know, I, I have to work really hard to not be completely trash all of the time. But most of the time, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a garbage person. With some nice glasses. Oh, this a garbage a person that we love. <laughs> well, Maybe. you know, I gotta get those pity points. <laughs> you, you may know, be garbage. We're all trash pandas for you. <laughs> trash pandas and possums. Yep. <laughs> all right. Like you know, just like like a little raccoon ten feet from a dumpster fire. Yeah, but yep. seriously, girl, what's in the glass? Oh, it's a gin and tonic. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, what about a whole journey? Whole unnecessary journey. <laughs> I, I, I would have totally believed if you said just water. I was like, okay, it was a fancy glass, though. I was like, all right. You have now turned chat into a why we love Helen kind of fast going on here. Oh, oh my God, I just love. Calling yourself crap. No, 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 I wasn't calling myself, sorry, sorry, I should say, I, I, uh, I, I admire the, the trash people of this world, um, I, I don't mean that to denigrate myself, I'm just categorizing myself. <laughs> Understood. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the vehicle that eventually comes by is a, uh, box truck, a brown box truck that doesn't have the door on the passenger side, it's just an opening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. I should have no problem just getting into that then. 
Boris is sitting at the wheel. He's in a brown uh, button-up shirt and brown shorts with brown shoes. I love it. Are we? Uh, are we about to? Never mind. Who am I getting? Are we about to check out his packages? Uh, this is I have. I have enough avatar in me where I really couldn't help but saying a quirky line as I fly through that window and punch him in the face. I say, "Special delivery." Uh, <laughs> uh, give me a fighting check on that one. But if he shits his pants, I am going to ask what Brown can do for him. Yeah, I like the direction Helen was going. Better. Beat my fighting by ten. Uh, you hit him. Take that and his, UPS Boris. <laughs> his head hits the uh, glass on the driver's side window, and blood splatters on it. And he kind of just goes limp in the seat. You, you you hit him a lot harder than you you, you intended to. No, no, I really didn't. Oh boy! <laughs> I was trying to be merciful there, but no. You yeah, actually I was not. Really I'm tr I am treating him like a video game NPC. He is. He is just he there is to. Uh, he's just there sitting in my seat. He is distinctly dead. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, video game rules state I should be able to throw his body in the street and leave it there. So I'm oh, going to assume that that's fine. Before I mean, you even grab hold of it. Yeah, you before you even grab hold of it, it starts to disappear. Okay. Uh, I wanted to see his packages. They're, the back is full of them. That's, That's what she is. said. Uh, y'all, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be in the back checking out uh, Christmas. So <laughs> there are stacks to of Boris from Boris. Yes, they're in fact stacks of packages from Boris to Boris back then. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna start opening them. They don't have anything in them. No coins. No one ups. Nothing. No hearts. They're just empty. Oh. <laughs> Probably cash. You know. Oh my gosh! I understand because because once right. you are Boris, you believe there is nothing in the world that you need except more Boris. Except more Boris. Because nice. you have all you could ever want. That is that is pretty depressing. Uh, as soon as we are, as soon as we get, as soon as the car is stopped, uh, I turn the vehicle over to the vehicle driver. Ah, excellent. Hotwire has got the wheel. The master of vehicular combat himself, Mister Hotwire. And that is when you all hear the same voice in your comms. Ah. Uh, this Boris, where are you? Why are you not completing objectives and getting killed? Hello? We're Hello? just our time on a side quest. Side quest? I don't remember getting any side quest objectives. I have to check. Hey man, you can at least try to sound like him, huh? <laughs> I see you and shoot you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> right. I pull up the map and click on the picture of the building we're headed to, which is what? What's it called? Thunder Research. Thunder Research. Yep. It's and looking at the map. It's an awfully similar design to the Pentagon in the building shape. Oh. 
All right, so we go to the Pentagon looking building. Back to Pentagon, or is yeah. it Hexagon, or? No, it is in fact a Pentagon. That should yeah. be fine. Uh, anyway, yeah, I click on that and, uh, you know, wait for the GPS coordinates to put a little arrow on the road for us or whatever. Yep, the arrow shows up on the road and you begin driving along. Everyone give me a notice check. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Seven, now it's time you beat it four. by 11, too? Four. Four and four. Oh, sorry. I did not beat it by 11. I beat it by 13. Oh, damn. Whatever. Shut up. God. Making your way down these roads, uh, passing vehicles all headed the other direction, it, it, that becomes a striking component to you that uh, several minutes in, no vehicle is heading into Independence Island. They're all heading off of Independence Island. So we're probably going to get clocked pretty quickly. In fact, uh, with your 13, you see the roadblock before you even get near it and have a chance to uh, divert off into a side street instead of uh, going forward onto the roadblock itself and running into more armed Borises. You go by foot? Yeah. How far away are we? You've got about another half mile or so. It's lucky that this is a video game world and these islands are rather small. It's just, yeah. you know, it's not even going to be like a boot camp. Just, just a stroll. The streets are fairly empty. You know, the other streets you saw on some of the other islands uh, passing by had a lot of foot traffic, vehicle traffic, even, you know, hot dog vendors and things going on on the streets. So these ones are really empty other than people leaving on the bridge headed out of the island or headed towards the bridge to leave the island. Are they hurrying or just regular? Nope, just a constant stream. Like, it is a continuous line. Uh, like, out? Yeah, like when you're leaving a concert venue and everyone is lined up trying to go to the gate. Very much like that. They're like every, There's no space in between the cars. It is a continuous line of them slowly waiting their turn to move forward. Any going in or just all going out? All heading out. Going out. Hmm. Every single one of them. It's like grass. But not everyone here is going out because there's roadblocks that are being manned. Yep, the roadblocks are being manned by uh, individuals on foot who have only the roadways leading in are blocked. The uh, roadways hmm. leading out that the cars are taking, that they're each filling up as a giant line of cars, completely unblocked. So in a real world, in a normal world, not a video game-based world, this would be very concerning and suggest that there's some sort of uh, major hazard evacuation going on. Is that... I feel like in any world that <laughs> that's the way that reads. Are there also any kind of klaxons going off? Sirens? Strobes? Not at all, but, but the most common thing you hear is the continuous sound of the helicopter rotor blades of the helicopters flying circles overhead. I would like to turn on the radio and see what the Borises are up to currently. Boris Radio! All oh, Boris! All the time! With my next special guest, Boris! I'll turn to news. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news! 
No sign yet of Freedom Force. Keep eyes peeled. We will get them yet. Okay, I'll turn it off. <laughs> All right, yeah, they're, they're right now they're sending everybody over that bridge because they think we're on the other island. Oh. That's good. Um, Can we steal some fuzzy hats and pretend to be Boris's and just keep that? I just imagine that everyone... You know, if, if Rosie was here, we would already be inside that building. That is so true. Also, uh, if Aquamarine was here, or if Thomas was here. This is on guys. Yeah. And on one of those side streets, getting out of the uh, brown package delivery truck, you see your first uh, Boris not in a car and not manning a roadblock. In fact, you see three of them. They're standing around a burn barrel that has a fire going in it. They're in shabby clothes with patches over them and passing a bottle and a paper bag between the three of them. Boris even Boris's. <laughs> yep. Boris. Um, why would he make hobo Boris's? Because all the NPCs are Boris's. If they had hobos here, now they have hobo Boris's. In fact, that seems to be the topic of their conversation. I cannot believe Boris leave us out here on street. We are Boris too. That's what I'm saying. You'd think he would take it better care of himself. like we're invisible. Invisible. Hey, hey. No complaint. At least we get vodka. Oh, they have vodka. But they're, they're the only ground Borises that are in our way currently? Yep, they're in this side street where you parked. And what, not color even the, what color is that barrel that they're standing around? It is a red barrel. But they are right. not even paying any attention to. You can't to. red barrel the hobo Boris's. They're I like a shooting test. <laughs> Isn't that going to draw attention? Uh, we're making a break for it right now. Oh. I was just glad we Democratic came up with that decision. Go up on a roof and start scouting out a... That's a great yeah. idea. Doesn't the involve. barrel explodes. Sending... <laughs> Three yeah, hobo forces hurling through the air. Uh, their bodies impact nearby walls and then slowly disappear over a few seconds. And a single star comes up. All right. Uh, Bruno now, is going now to... Now take to the roof. Yeah, so Bruno... Uh, Everybody walks slowly like nothing happened, I guess. Bruno kind of runs towards the wall, plants his foot in the wall, and leaps up as high as he can reach to grab onto the top of the uh, lip of the roof, haul himself nice. up on it. And Give me an athletics test there, Bruno. Give me an athletics test there. You got action hero or athletics? Uh, action hero works on that one, actually. Uh, beat it by five. Beat it by five. Uh, you have a vertical that uh, would impress a professional NBA player. Uh, leap up through the air, grab the ledge of a window, and begin hauling yourself up floor by floor. And then Granddad's the got hops. Yep. Of the building yep. within a few strides. From my favorite great game, Assassin's Creed Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> once I once I reach the top of the roof, I'm going to use uh, an action hero buff to shift to uh, to move myself on the sliders okay. over from 
full pilot to one away from Avatar. Ah, excellent. And let uh, Nightwatch take over some control. And Nightwatch is going to immediately um, go into stealth mode and disappear in a plain sight. Um, I'll take that stealth check. On top of the roof. And that was a really bad roll, so I only made that by three. All right. You made it, though. So that's great. And Bruno slash Nightwatch is up on the roof of a nearby building and gone in the span of a couple of seconds after that explosion. What about we the rest of you? We should follow suit. You've got that grapply gun thing. Ew. Uh, Hotwire, can you can you scale a building okay without a vehicle? Is this my turn to act? It could be, depending upon what your plan is. Well, I think right now my, my hot wireness is at a, uh, a lower effectiveness, so I'm going to spend two meta points and move over to the middle. All right, two meta points spent, and you are in the middle with access to both sheets. Feels good to take control of this guy now, more or less. Welcome back. Right. <clears throat> um, so we're about to get this in. Yeah, we need to go up. Can you get up? Yeah, I can get up. I do want to know uh, if is anything about this building that I can observe as far as uh, frequencies, um, communication frequencies, any kind of uh, uh, electronic signals, anything like that, where I can kind of figure out alarm systems. Anything Not like the that. building itself, but uh, in opening yourself to those frequencies, there are uh, response teams en route to the sound of the explosion on this side street, and more have been dispatched, and helicopters have been advised to keep a lookout while ground patrols move on foot. All right, time to get moving then. All right, so I'm, I'm on my way up. All right, I'll take an athletics test from you. Not a problem, but I'm rolling 12s. But I still should be able to beat it by seven. All right. Uh, not as an impressive hop as uh, Bruno, but still more so. It was uh, really impressive. And on top of that, with your incredible enhanced cybernetic strength, you push some of the bricks inwards and make handholds where there were not handholds on the side of this building making your way to the roof. Very good. And then I'm going to need a shooting test followed by an acrobatics test from uh, Freerunner for using that grapple gun and propelling yourself upward. Yep. All right. Cool. She can shoot up at me and I'll grab it and pull her up. Okay, I'm going to beat shooting by... Uh, uh, words. Um, by nine. And athletics by not nine, um, but instead by five. And you are able to uh, get yourself up on that roof in a rather spectacular fashion, uh, launching up the grapple and then soaring past the climbing John Stone by the retractable grapple, doing a wonderful flip and then landing on your feet in the center of the roof. And Bruno slash Nightwatch is nowhere to be seen. And I will take an athletics test or a power usage test, depending upon your method of uh, 
transport there, Crash? Uh, I'm going to bounce between buildings up the wall. Yeah, I'm going to go with power usage on that one, then. I think it's probably the best way to go. It's really a combination of the two, but they're about the same score, so... Uh, beat it by eight. Beat it by eight. Uh, and, or and ten, like, depending on which I did. And like a pinball, you bounce between the two of them and land on the roof. And not a moment before, a uh, patrol vehicle pulls down the side street and two garbed Borises with rifles hop out of the patrol vehicle and begin searching the alleyway below. Did you just bork your way to this group? Well, I'm not going to say I didn't get the idea from them, but not technically, no. Wait, are you bonded to a bork? I'd rather not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> that's so borking adorable. Should we should we have a best friends hug? A little okay. a little moment. Yes. <laughs> you might very well be bonded to a bork. Um You're on the road. It's so warm now. And you can hear the Borises searching the streets and alleys below. A uh, helicopter is beginning to come in close overhead to take a look from above you. Uh, what are you gonna do? I'm going to hide from the helicopter. Mm. Right. <laughs> um, so, is there is there surveillance visual or uh, instrumental? Visual. Mm. All right. right. So we're looking for like some tarps, some uh, 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 capes woven by the elves at Lothlorien. Throw if them you're going to attempt to hide, give me those stealth checks. Oh yeah, we have those, huh? Yep. Yep. All right. While the rest of us are attempting to hide, I'm going to head for the edges of the roof and see if I can get a layout of the land to map and map a uh, route that we can get across to the other side of the barricade and closer to the Pentagon. Nice. Good plan. What are the other stealth checks going on? 13. Beat yours by two? Beat it by 13? Yep. Wow. Well, uh, what about you, Hotwire slash Johnstone? I just don't check. Beat it by one. Beat it by one. All right. So we have four successes. The helicopter comes in low as you guys ball. press yourself around different parts of the building, does a circle, and then moves away to the next building and begins doing a circle there. And then the next building seemingly not having detected you. Uh, two minutes later, the star is gone. <laughs> uh, for yourself, uh, Blair Nightwatch slash Bruno, you uh, have a, a decent view. You think you could go building to building for at least a quarter mile here before you might have to come down if people are willing to make some uh, decent jumps from rooftop to rooftop. Well, and uh, we we just uh, had John Stone come out of full uh, full avatar now, so we he has access to his powers as well. That's correct. So that's probably a reasonable possibility, and so I relay this concept to the rest of the team in as few words as possible. 
Wait a minute. We're about a half mile away, you said? Yep. Awesome. And you can cover I, about half that distance by rooftops right here. Great. Let's do it. Right, but I can also start tagging people in the building from here since I'm only a half mile away. Yeah, that Pentagon building you can see from here is surrounded by defenses, sandbags, and barricades on all sides. And from up here, you have a great view. There is a continuous stream of vehicles coming out of a garage-like entrance. Uh, brown box trucks, taxi cabs, police cars, regular cars, SUVs, military vehicles. No rhyme or reason, but those are all joining in that line, all headed off the island. And after a couple of minutes of watching, it dawns on you that there is no feasible way for that many vehicles to be inside of that building. That's our spawn point, or it's their spawn point. Hmm. <clears throat> I have the shot. <laughs> Care I mean, to elaborate? This is the... This is it. This is the, this is the place we need to be. Okay, great. We uh, uh, cover about a half mile of rooftops. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna cover you from here. Oh, all right. All right. For my three people following on uh, Nightwatch's proposed routes, I'm going to need athletics tests for the rooftop to rooftop travel. Okay. Not a problem. Uh-huh. I'm going to beat that by 12. Those jumps are all incredibly easy for you. Like Spider-Manning it with a grappling hook. Yeah. You think there's a couple of them? You could have just skipped a building and like gone every other. Oh, sure. Interesting. So, since I am in the middle of still room 12, I just Yep, but you can choose from either sheet which one to use the athletics on. Yeah, and I just made it. Okay. Uh, it's a little more difficult for you, but you are able to hop from building to building. Uh, you're having a difficult time keeping up with uh, Freerunner slash Andy James there. She can really move. And I'm going to use my uh, Patreon four so that I beat it by one. Okay. <laughs> Hey, good enough. And you also leap from building to building. Uh, kind of keeping neck and neck with John Stone slash uh, Hotwire there. But man, uh, Andy James can move. She is uh, she's waiting for all of you when you get to the end of that quarter mile of covering pathway. Not just the fire dance moves. Uh, I can also jump off of buildings. I don't have you in my scope right now. I'm watching other things. <laughs> you are pretty sure he's not telling the truth on that one. I am pretty sure he's not telling the truth on this. What? Superpowers are hot. That's not my that's not my fault. I didn't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were com considering taking me out because my dance moves are so cool. No, you just Jumped over two buildings, and that was literally the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm <laughs> my granddaughter. I admit that deep down, I am 12. Fair enough. 
And you cover that quarter mile fairly easily that way and don't seem to have drawn too much attention. And about the time you uh, reach the end of that uh, quarter mile of rooftops, that one star has disappeared. Nice. So are we are we at the building? No, you are still a quarter mile from it, but you are as close as you can get going from rooftop to rooftop. There is about 200 yards plus in every direction around the building that is just uh, green grass and hedges and set up sandbags with uh, troops and weaponry or surface-to-air missile sites and even parked tanks. There is wow. a lot of defenses forming a perimeter around this building. All right, so they got they got 200 yards that they're basically going to have to cover between there and the building that is all just open ground, a.k.a. kill zone. Yeah. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yep, there's a 200-yard kill zone around the building. All right, and let's, let's go around and see if that's the... See if that's where we want to enter. I assume it probably is. We're probably going to want to go in where those cars are coming out. That's going to be our most direct route to the spawn point. I mean, it'll be the most direct, but... Yeah, are there other ways to get in? We can scale walls pretty easily here. That's Any true. notice checks, uh, the three of you are close to the building, and in fact, because uh -huh. of the uh, nature of your optics and using the scope, you can give me that notice check too. Uh, Any minuses? Nope. Yay, no range penalties. I'm going to beat that by 14. Oh. I do not know what this 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 Man. rolling situation is today, but I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to beat it by 6. I can't even beat it by 14, and I only have a, have a shot to beat it by 12 because I'm in my avatar. Like, wow. It's pretty apparent to you, Andy James, that that's got to be the only way in or out of this building. I, all the other doorways that you can see on it have that telltale sign of doors that don't actually go anywhere. Uh-huh. Which yes. means that blowing a hole in the roof and dropping in is not going to be an option. You have a very high likelihood of just jumping into empty space since the inside of the building probably doesn't match. It's like a loading area. I see. I see. All right. I think that might be your best point of entry, honestly. So are we going to, like, bumble our way through? Just, you know, get ourselves in the stream of people and accidentally trip backward till we make it through? They're going to notice you almost immediately. The trick is you want to get in there as fast as you can. Can we get it? Can we steal well, the vehicle? Well, you know what I got? I suggest you do. I got a little do. bit of 500 mile per hour flight. So. That's great for you, but you got to help me cover the other two so we can make sure everyone gets in. Oh, sure. This is, this is our fireman carry moment. I can, uh, I can stay hidden. Or I could put them in the dinghy. I have one in my pocket. Nightwatch says he can stay hidden. He thinks he can stealth in. I think I think Nightwatch can stealth in. I think you maybe want to do actually your avatar specialty, which is jumping, dodging, and you know, going really fast. We get hot wire to steal a vehicle. Or can John Stone fly in? Or can John Stone fly in? I don't know. I I cannot fly. Um, He's strong enough I, where he can throw himself. <laughs> I can attempt 
I can attempt to hide from. I know something I can try to do. Never, never done it before, but I can try it. What is it? Well, so I'm attuned to different kind of energy signatures and, and frequencies around me. Um, I could try to modulate my static charge into kind of like a electromagnetic uh, void to where if some kind of surveillance is pointed at me, I just come back as a nothing. You want to scramble yourself electronically, counting on their senses to be more digital than not. Right. Since they're NPCs and not real people, that might be a possibility. That is highly creative. I like it. And uh, you just, you know, run there then to that entrance. And uh, I'll do my job, which is to make sure none of you get uh, stopped going in. If you could do it now, because I hear a train going by, so it'll mask our sound. In fact, there is a train going by, so it's about the perfect time to do it. We're going to do this in order of speed. So uh, the fastest one is going to be Andy James attempting to use the free runner skills to go in. So uh, we're going to start with you. We're going to make a series of athletics and acrobatics tests, but let's start with the first one. Athletics? And I'm using all my actions to assist anybody who needs, so let me know. Okay. All right, I'm going to beat that by 11. I'll take a second one as you make it past the first several vehicles. There is an immediate five-star response as Andy James is spotted. Oh. Not as fast as I thought. All right. That's what we we expected. This is fine. This is the the end boss. We're going to get immediate five stars anyway. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to beat that by four. And then I'll take one more for your last one as you reach that garage door. Oh, I'm going to meet it by 14. All right. You make it there, and we'll get back to you in one second as we cover the other two and what they were doing in that time period. Uh, as you are just simply walking and using this static charge and attempting to modulate your frequency so that these sensors won't pick you up, uh, the, the AI sensors, I'm going to have you use advanced technology for that one. Mm-hmm. Hey, sure shot. Can we get a distraction on the other side from where uh, uh, Hotwire and I are headed? Oh, yeah, no problem. This Pentagon building isn't super tall. I can just shoot a red barrel on the other side of the block. <laughs> That's correct. So, yeah, I'm going to need advanced technology on your part. Um, beat it by six. Beat it by six. Uh, you start walking, and you have that moment where you're just not sure if it's going to work or not as you pass by the first vehicle, and the Boris, who's a taxi cab driver in that one, doesn't even turn his head. And then your confidence grows as you walk past a military-style Jeep that is loaded with Boris, and none of them even spare you a glance. And closer and closer you can get. And then you see the response uh, for Andy James and several of the the voices pointing and shouting. And then the five stars come up. But by then she has reached the garage door. And then you just keep walking and walking and walk your way right into that open garage door. Past everyone as though you're not even there. Okay, John Stone, I take it back. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I can't on believe that worked. To me, it just looked like you walked in. 
Yep. yep. To everyone else, it looked like he walked in with electricity going around him the entire time. And uh, Nightwatch, you're going to have to let me know when you get in since I can't see you. <laughs> That's correct. I'll take a stealth check on your part, Nightwatch. Uh, beat it by 12. Uh, the first gap or so, you go from vehicle to vehicle on the undercarriage until some of them get too low, then you creep by the doorways. Some of them mere inches from the drivers, stepping behind a wheel well, moving behind a trunk at just the last possible moment to be detected, weaving in and out. And still this whole time, even though he has a great vantage point, at no time does SureShot even see you moving from vehicle to vehicle to vehicle. Uh, I'm also not cheating by turning turning on thermal vision, just so we're clear. Like, <laughs> I'm giving this guy the ninja benefit of the doubt here. And then you also reach said garage door. All right, now watch. I take it back. That was the coolest thing I've never seen. I I fully believe that Nightwatch is like has a Zen master ability to lower his body temperature. I believe that. I do too. And slow his heart rate. Like, even if somebody did see him, they would just assume he was dead. I don't know. He can he can fake death. They do say he is a master ninja. And what about yourself, Crash? How are you going to get there, if you're going to get there at all? I'm, I'm curious. Oh, uh, right when John Stone gets to the entrance, I say Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> and, I and I make sure that I land inside his electrical field. Ooh, really? Because I'm, I'm not fucking around today. Uh, about the point that you have shazammed is when the first part of the response from that five star shows up and there are a half dozen helicopters circling right where you just were on that roof a moment ago. And then armored vehicles pulling up to the line of cars. The tanks that have been parked around the, the uh, building are driving over to the spot where uh, Andy James was a few moments ago. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with more Masters of the Metaverse. See you soon. It's raining outside. I don't see sunny or rainy. They're all just days to me. Okay, but clearly it's raining. Is it? I mean, yes, obviously it is, but just to play devil's advocate for a moment, is it really? Yes, yes it is. Look outside. So, so you want it to be sunny all the time. Is that what you want? You want constant sunshine. Um. Have you ever heard of a drought? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that it's raining. Look, don't be such a hater. All days matter. Dude, just, just look outside. You know, my cousin was caught in a snowstorm last year. Where was the outrage then? It rains so much more in India. You have to deal with so much less weather in this part of the world. But I don't know why you're complaining. True, 
It was raining, but it's completely stopped now. Ancient history. Get over yourself. I studied meteorology in high school, and the term is actually precipitation. The climate changes are clearly part of a natural cycle that has nothing to do with us. So rain should be underrepresented. Maybe rain just writes better science fiction. This kind of negativity just propagates the conservative agenda. People who wear raincoats anyway, right? You ignorant Did you back and your or were you just that way? I hope you get rained on. That'll teach you a lesson. To, to push this dry-hating, cumulonimbus bull I think we've had a little misunderstanding. Maybe we should go outside, take a walk. You can get some fresh air. In the rain? We just, we get the final insert here. And All right. Break for a second, man. Lisa. All right. Warm pocket cheese. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Okay. So, so are you familiar I, with how to fondle a um, Nick? Yes. Nick. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot Christian's face. Shooting Christian's face. Oh come on! No, you're gone. All right. So apparently We're this gonna is make just like handling a nipple. Okay. So Perfect. more pinch As really hard. Than isn't. I'm gonna pinch the nipple. Okay. I'll pull focus now. Work. I need the back of your head, sir, and the front of yours. It works at night. Do you know? No, uh, it's usually Ben that does Okay, stuff. okay, the sound of silence, because he's off camera and not talking, and Armageddon on that. Come on. Still a double. Whatever. Yes, I can do this. Thanks. Just, no, you have to help. Oh, what do Just I need to do? Just take this here and then we'll we're- We'll start on Leo's face before we go down. Get out. Wow. Really? Huh. We gonna make a movie? How does this work? I this don't know. This is awesome. I'm usually over there. Okay. Um, what happens if I twist this? Hey, what? wanna tune my mandolin? Oh, come oh, on! Come on! What is wrong with you? His, his words. Um, sure.
And we are back with more Masters of the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel on Twitch. When we just left off, our heroes had spent so much time painstakingly infiltrating Independence Island, bypassing all of the security measures, even stealing a box truck and blowing up some poor hobo versions of Boris on their way in. And then the most spectacular was uh, their methods of entry, from stealth like a ninja to creating an electric field to mask themselves from the AI intelligence to just straight, sheer, balls-out, hardcore mastery. They have all found a way out. And of course, that's right where we're going back to, is uh, just as you've made it inside of this giant garage door, there is a line of vehicles coming out of it that is stretching into this uh, facility. Only about 20 vehicles deep, as it were. But uh, as you've arrived, the line has moved forward a car. And as it moves forward a car, a vehicle simply appears out of thin air. And a Boris waiting nearby, who is garbed appropriately for said vehicle, climbs into the driver's seat of that vehicle. There is a line of Borises behind him going back through a doorway. And on the uh, areas around this driveway path, there are more Boris uh, troops armed in uh, tactical body armor and with various weapons. Uh, and they seem none too pleased at the arrival of four intruders. So let's roll some initiative. Uh-oh. Intruders. Freedom Force! My God, guys, I think there are some intruders here. Quick, go find them. Oh, no! Oh, oh no! What did you do? Um, I rolled a six! Nice. So you so, add, what, six to that? Yep. <laughs> All right. Great big weapon, 12, y'all. Okay. Uh, 16. 16 for the badass Johnstone. Oh. There was something there. Yeah. There was. I heard it. I heard it uh, too. 20 for me. Um, let me correct myself. 15. 15. 15. Uh, Aaron Williams, I that was my first instinct when I saw how low I had rolled to be like, can I can I roll a demon die? And then I realized, um, wrong system. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't roll too much better. I rolled a nine, so I got a total of 19. Wow. And I go first for the first time since I'm not really sure how long. <laughs> I swear we got something added to the store there. I just didn't catch what it was. I'm trying to find out. Leo's checking on it. Okay. Well, meanwhile, it probably won't affect the, me shooting at you very much, so I'm going to be uh, using this opportunity. Uh, unfortunately for two of you, they still are uh, unable to see through John Stone's generated electric field that Crash has teleported into. So all of the fire is going to be directed at uh, Andy James. Uh, Nightwatch is still stealth, so all the fire is going to be directed at Andy James. I'm just going to, like, flex at it. <laughs> that Ooh. might help for a lot of it but not for all of it uh, first we're going to start with some automatics weapons fire directed at Andy James which uh, 
Ooh. Uh-oh. She took her hair down. She's getting I did. Serious. I'm getting serious. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. I know. It's uh, what's that, what is Andy James's dodge bonus? I know it's extreme, but what is it exactly? Eight. Yeah. Uh, you dance through a hail of gunfire from the first few enemies to open fire. Only one of them manages to hit you, but it is incapable of piercing the flesh of your Titan Force reinforced skin. Those are your dodge moves? Yep. Yep. And after like the hail of machine gun fire, a, uh, an RPG round strikes you directly uh, in the chest. And this is going to do, uh, because I, I just rolled two ones, it's going to be a, a critical success, even against Ooh. your eight dodge bonus. Nice. I, I am going to hit you for 150 damage, which is going to get through that armor of yours. Shit. So that one hurts and uh, puts you through a car, uh, into a wall, and then over a railing, and then into another wall. Hit it with your best shot. And that yeah, was they it. most they definitely jumped. did. Great. So I know you absorbed a fair amount of that, but I think some of it came through. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I uh, I lost fifty uh, fifty wow. points on that. Good. Yeah, you were not expecting that direct hit, nor were you expecting it to hit that hard. You honestly can't recall the last time you've ever been hit that hard. And the world it is was, kind of spinning. It was me. <laughs> yeah, it was you. It was definitely <laughs> And the world is kind of spinning from that impact. And we are going to go to uh, Nightwatch slash Bruno next, who's still. Um, can you describe the layout of where everybody is, including the person that's just shot my granddaughter? It is kind of a ramp, like, leading up to the surface level that you're at the doorway on. So, like, <laughs> everything seems to be below ground. Uh, most of it is kind of like a uh, large underground parking garage-like space, except the vehicles are appearing out of nowhere, and a line of Boris's dressed for whatever the vehicle is that is appearing pops into said vehicle. Uh, flanking both sides of this driveway of the parking garage are teams of tactically armed uh, Boris soldiers in full uniforms with body armor, helmets, and the works. They, uh, they're geared up a little better than most of the soldiers you've run across so far. There are 18 total soldiers. Okay, so we need to take out those 18 soldiers and then go past where the cars are into the garage to enter the building. Is that the idea? Uh, from here, it seems the only other way through is uh, the doorway that the line of Boris are coming out of or climbing into the vehicles. The vehicle is just appearing out of thin air. Okay. But there's a line of voices coming from a single open doorway. Lined all the way up to it. All in different outfits. From, uh, fire from? Uh, the right-hand team uh, has an RPG. Which, uh, yeah, just hit your granddaughter and launched her across the room and into a wall. And she's definitely bleeding. Okay, so um, first thing is uh, using hide in plain sight and silent takedown. Um, Nightwatch is going to pop up behind the uh, the Boris that has the rocket launcher mm -hmm. um, with his garrote and uh, cut his throat, choke him. 
Oh, yeah, that'll do uh, it. Then take the rocket launcher, use my action hero buff to go full back to Bruno, um, and uh, sling the rocket launcher over my shoulder as I activate Lothar's um, uh, elemental control and create a massive tornado to like blow away all of the Boruses in all directions. <laughs> nice. Well, let's start at the beginning of that and give me the fighting test for uh, the Garat. That's some intense stuff. Uh, beat that by six? Beat that by six, yes. Uh, most definitely your uh, silent takedown ability applies and you disable the RPG wielding Boris in a matter of moments. Taking his RPG from him. Spending that buff and now moving yourself on the slider. Um, and elemental magic, I beat by five. Beat by five. And the group of Boris soldiers on that side of the driveway, you throw around the room. Some of them into some of the cars that are uh, waiting to leave the garage, some into the walls, and one poor unfortunate Boris goes straight up into the ceiling. Those poor unfortunate Boris. <laughs> That's sad. All the same. After that. Oh. Hashtag meta point. This place is not good. Thunder Laboratory is the source of all Borei. Thunder Laboratories in a world definitively damaged by the actions of Thaddeus Thunder Jackson. I wonder where Hair General is anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And we'll go to Crash next. Hey, hey all right. Uh, let's see. What, uh, are the, are the Boruses, are the cars, like, are they spawning, like, in the middle of the room? They're spawning, like, at the base of the driveway, where the line of Boruses are coming out of the, the doorway by. So we definitely want to just get down past that ramp at some point. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That would seem to be the case. All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to start taking out Boris's before they get into their cars. All right. <laughs> Very good. There see is the a line. To see, if, to see if the spawning continues, even if the car doesn't move. Good plan. So I'll, uh, I'll take a shot. Are we going to be taking multiple shots? Uh, I am just going to be, if there's only, uh, if there's, if there's two Boruses next to or in vehicles that haven't moved yet, I'll take two shots. Otherwise, right. just one. Give me two shots. Done and done. First one, I beat by, let's see, he must beat by 13. Second one, I beat by six. Uh, the first shot, the uh, Boris's head explodes on impact from the ground. It is hor horrific, just absolutely horrific. And the second one, dead center mass. And before their corpses can even hit the ground, they sort of fade out into nothing. 
two dead boys. And uh, that vehicle still sits empty and doesn't move forward. So there, uh, another vehicle does not spawn. Excellent. Hmm. Excellent. But All the right. line of Boris is waiting behind, shuffles forward, and takes their place. As though the other two weren't even shot. There's... They, they don't have any real reaction to it at all. They just move forward in the line. Do their outfits change if they step near a vehicle that they weren't normally assigned to? Uh, at this point, you do notice something interesting. As those two Borises move forward, the line going all the way back to the door moves forward. And the two Borises who are coming out of the doorway are uh, in Hawaiian pattern shirts. And they're, oh, putting no. on, they're putting on other clothes over their Hawaiian pattern shirts. Like taxi driver stuff, or delivery driver stuff, or cop uniforms. And, but yeah, they're putting other things over their Hawaiian shirts. Well, there's a bingo for us. Ooh, that is a bingo! <laughs> and uh, John Stone, our resident badass, it's on to you. Well, actually, a lot of badasses in this group right here. Um... How badly hurt is is Andy? Uh, well, you've never seen anybody take a hit from an RPG and be fine. Or survive. Until but, yeah, granted, generally getting hit by an RPG is instantaneous death. And the fact that it just launched her across the room and she's already getting up is, well, okay. maybe a conversation you might want to have with Andy James at some point. Okay. Fair enough. As long as she's getting up. All right. So, how... How many enemy combatants are there? There are still 17 total remaining, but eight of them have been launched around the room by a tornado that was created by Bruno. Nine of them have been completely untouched and are probably going to immediately open fire again as soon as they're given a chance. Okay, and where are they relative to me? They're just across the room? They're near, near yep, me? They're uh, near the base of the ramp where these cars are spawning. They're to the left-hand side of the ramp. Bruno is on the right-hand side where he created a tornado. These cars, what kind of cars are they? Uh, there's a taxi cab, a police car, a delivery truck, a uh, pizza delivery car, and a regular four-door sedan. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, I'm going to use a meta point to move over even closer to John Stone. All right, one meta point spent and moving one step closer to John Stone. Wait, so am I fully stoned yet, or am I still one away? You are one away from John Stone, if uh, I'm reading this correctly. So I'm going to spend my uh, my badass to move another. Oh, then don't spend the meta point. Save the meta point and just spend the badass and put yourself all the way over. Because uh, if you spend your buff to move, you can put yourself anywhere on the slider. You don't just move one. Oh! So yeah, return that meta point to the store and instead spend the badass and put yourself in full John Stone. All right. So I'm, I'm all stoned up. I'm all stoned up. Nope. And John Stone just bonded himself an avatar. Hey, yo. That is the first one. It is, isn't it? Yep. That's John Stone's first bonded avatar. Yeah. I'm going to have to understand that later on. All right. So. <laughs> talk about it after the show. I'll explain it. So I'm going to. Uh, so, so that means I have, to, I have two actions. So first step is. Um, I'm going to, and I forget how I did last time, I did this once before, I forgot how, but, uh, I was able to cycle through, 
a whole bunch of uh, sonic frequencies and emit uh, one. Um, the purpose being to disorient the the remaining boroses. Yes. I do recall you doing this once in a different set of circumstances. Uh, start with an advanced technology role to pull this off. Um, ooh, I can roll my eights now. Hey! Yep, you're on eights. Going to give me an advanced technology to find a signal to use for this. Uh, beat it by three. Beat it by three, and then give me an advanced technology roll for how effective it is at getting these Borises. Uh, beat it by five. Beat it by five. All right, that is going to mean all of the Borises are going to be acting with a minus three penalty to any skill checks, action tests, uh, ability tests, whatever it is they're attempting to do. Uh, due to these uh, sonic disruption and electrical disruption supplied by Johnstone, they're uh, they're going to be a little bit off. Fantastic! Now for my next trick, I'm going to grab the sedan and throw it at them. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me an athletics test for that one, using some of that uh, Johnstone super strength. Beat it by seven. You throw the four-door sedan through the air. It spins a couple of times, and then trunk first crashes into the group of nine uh, currently unaffected so far. Uh, Boris, who are all going to be at a minus three on their uh, body tests to avoid the impact. And because of that minus three penalty, only three of the nine are able to hit the ground or duck behind something or dash away a few steps before the car lands and completely crushes six of them against the far wall uh, in a gross splatter, but then, of course, their corpses immediately fade, dropping firearms where they just were. And that is going to put us to Andy James at a two, getting up off the ground. Blood dripping from her nose. There we go. And that's mostly just because I'm angry. Yeah. Um, Alright, so there are three three guys left? Three on that side. The uh, nine that were on the side of the RPG are not uh, terribly injured, but they have been launched around the room. They're not okay. grouped up at all anymore. They were gotcha. uh, tornadoed. That's right, that's right. Um, Alright, uh... I'm going to pull a dumb move from the Hobbit, and I think I'm just going to, like, jump from dude to dude on their heads, because why not? Um, dude jumping. Dude jumping, yeah. Um, that's, that's old school Crash Jackson. I love it. <laughs> not um, the first time this has happened on Metaverse. Episode two, I think. Yep. Um, my, like, the, the greatest itch that I have is I want to run down the line of Tom's come, uh, uh, Boris's and see where they're all coming from, um, but I guess we should probably wrap up what's at hand. Um, 
All right, well, you've got those three to affect, so let's give me your first uh, athletics test for the first one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to beat that by 14. Oh, it is a, a brutal leap, and you can feel oh, the bones snap as your feet impact that first Boris. And before he hits the ground, his uh, corpse fades and the gun drops at his feet. But you're already leaping through the air towards the next one. Uh, do you have multiple attacks, Andy James? Uh, I don't think that okay. I do, actually. I used to, but not anymore. But then you're at a minus two on and this athletics two. test. Okay. But you still have a pretty impressive athletic score, so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit that one dead on. Well, they lose their dodge bonus because John Stone is distracting them with that audio frequency. So that is, in fact, going to hit. And another Boris goes down. And then give me a third one at a minus four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to beat that one by 16. Or, sorry, what? minus four. I'm going to beat it uh, by 12. Uh, his head bursts like a melon on impact of the third one. And... Uh, Again, fades away before you even hit the ground after jumping from all three of those. Nicely done, Andy James, and we will go back to the top of the order. There are still eight hostile armed Boruses. However, they have all been thrown around the room by the uh, tornado effect from Bruno and then have been hurt with the audio frequency and electronic jamming by John Stone. So their fire is going to be very erratic and heavily penalized. I think that there is someone out there that has a level of control I haven't been able to see. But there are references to a James and I am curious. Mr. James? Can I have a loot box? Hashtag hack attack. <laughs> oh, thank you, chat. All right, so the uh, firing commences, and with horrific penalties, the uh, majority of the rounds are simply flying through the air or across the roof or into the parked vehicles and not getting anywhere near their targets. In fact, the only one who comes anywhere close is uh, I'm going to have a success by four against yourself, Bruno. Is your dodge bonus worse than four? Uh, no. All right, then you uh, easily dodge that burst of machine gun fire, and that uh, puts us back to you, Bruno, at uh, our next initiative with uh, eight hostile enemies remaining, and uh, you have an RPG. Uh, where are they, the eight hostiles located in relation to us? Uh, you have scattered them around the room with your uh, tornado power, so they are all over the place. Um, All of them are at least slightly injured. When you say around the room, we're still kind of outdoors, right? No, you're inside of this parking garage area at this point. Oh, okay. It's a garage area. Yeah. I, um, I uh, had assumed it was outside as well. Oh, no. It is inside and quite substantial. It really doesn't match the exterior. At all. The curtains don't match the drapes? Wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't worry about it. I didn't say anything. Can what you explain that? 
Uh, well, you know, when you have curtains and drapes and you're like, man, I am excessively fancy. Then uh, your windows do a very special kind of hug. You are fancy. I, I'm just saying, um, you know, because most people ask about the carpet at that point, and uh, I'm just trying to figure out if you have curtains or drapes, so. Yep, Fair that's enough. all. Okay. If you're doing it right, you've got both. Oh, my. Just flap it in the wind. So what's happening, Bruno? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, so, so your turn. Yeah, right. Uh, so parking garage. Yes. Um, what, so is this a concrete structure? Uh, yeah, a video game concrete structure. Rock, earth. Made. It looks like it's made of, yeah, concrete. Looks to you. Um, so we're going to... Uh, kind of pissed right now, so we're going to tap into Lothar a little bit more. And um, uh, the ceiling above the area where all these guys have been scattered, we're going to bring down on top of them and attempt to drop enough ceiling to take as many of them out as possible nice. um, and crush them. Bringing down the house. Okay, give me one of those uh, elemental magic rolls there. Watch out. Beat it by one. Beat it by one. It is a little bit more difficult affecting this video game environment than a natural environment. And it's a little slow on breaking the roof apart. So most of them are able to run out of the way or dodge behind something. But one of these poor... Boris Bastards is not able to, and he is just absolutely splattered by falling ceiling. <laughs> you can't even see if a, a corpse disappears after impact, because, well, the, the rock concrete piece that came for it covers any area that he would have been at, including his firearm. He's just gone. So, um, these guys kind of dove behind, dove away from us, away from where I'm dropping the ceiling, right? Yes. Um, so for my second attack... I'm going to take that RPG and fire one directly over the largest remaining group of, of guys that have been diving <laughs> up and try and drop the ceiling more uh, directly. All right. <laughs> and I had a really bad roll, but that's shooting, so I still beat that one by five. Still beat it by five. Uh, the Jeez. ceiling explodes overhead. And from the explosion... Two of them are killed immediately, and then the falling rocks crush three more, leaving only two armed Boruses defending this area of the complex as we go to crash, Jackson. Uh, I've decided that those rocks falling on those guys is not nearly enough rock falling, so I am not going to let the rocks stop falling. They're... They're not. They're just gonna bounce all around the room. So you Bouncing borked rocks. yourself earlier, and now you're borking rocks. Yeah, I'm borking all the rocks. They're Give me a power use that, roll. They're gonna hit that ground, and they're gonna get zero friction, and then a hundred percent return on investment of the force they just let out. So right. We're just gonna turn this into a parking garage pinwheel of or pinball of doom. So you're just breaking physics all over the place. I am physics. He's not wrong. Eleven! So, beat it by seven. 
beat it by seven. Uh, you begin bouncing these rocks around the room, and at first, those two uh, remaining boars make a, a, a great attempt at avoiding things, but as cars are smashed and the boars in the line are smashed, these two poor guys just are on the wrong spot at the wrong time and get splattered. Er, splat. And you can hear more approaching from outside, but for the moment, you are clear of combat and clear of initiative. There are no surviving forces in this room. All of them that were in the line have been crushed by bouncing rocks. All of them that were armed and defending the area have been killed as well. And then two more forces in Hawaiian shirts, putting on different outfits, start walking out of the door. Time to play Wacom Boris. Can we just go through that door? Yeah, nothing's stopping you right now. Let's do it. Those two Boris's certainly aren't even trying. They're just kind of standing there as though they're waiting. And like this is the problem with Boris's. Am I right? They're not even trying. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> being from a communist controlled country, they're used to standing in lines, so that's just kind of their thing. It's like, hey. Line. You transition from this room into another room, which, again, doesn't really match the exterior of the building. Uh, it's white-painted walls, white-painted floors. There's some columns going through it. There is a line of Boris's coming from the far end of the room, which, uh, again, there's another doorway. They're coming through all of the Boris's in this room up to about the three-quarters of the way across are still in Hawaiian shirts. And then there's a little kiosk booth that they're passing by that different clothes are appearing on that they grab off and start putting on over their Hawaiian shirts. There is a boy standing at that kiosk handing them their different clothes as they are going by. None of them are armed. Right? So it's Tom's in Boris clothing. Boris no, they're Boris's. And uh, at that, uh, the... You see the first, uh, or excuse me, a Boris enters this room from the far side, joining the line of Boris's in Hawaiian shirts. And as he enters the room, he speaks, Boris is here to serve. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's the room we need to go in. I guess so. Can I shoot the one handing the stuff out? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> go ahead and give me a shooting test. I... I'm going to be making a shooting test, too, because there's something I really want to try. All right. Give me that shooting test as well. I'm going to I'll wait for to Sean to get finished. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be that by 15. Oh, that yeah. poor Boris. Yeah, that Boris is a mist and a memory in a less than a second. Ugh. Man, I'm doing those, those Helen rolls. <laughs> Once he's down, he's no longer handing out uniforms, and now just plain Hawaiian shirt-clad boys have joined the line and are shuffling I, forward. I have to do this just because there is a giant group of Boris's standing in a single-file line, and I hope you understand why <laughs> I have to do this. I think I kind of do. What are you doing? Just uh, I think, to explain I think, I think you know very well what I'm doing. I think anybody yes, I want you to, who sees I want the guy you to... with the giant 50 cal rifle and a line of Boris's standing in single file knows exactly what I have to do. It is time for bowling with Boris. 
So I know I get uh, two actions, but uh, yeah, I'm going to just take the one and use my second action to make sure that everything stays nice and straight. No, I'm going to go through as many uh, boards as possible with that shot. Is, is that, that is it? that is correct. Like once I once I feel, like, I feel like it'll probably slow down after two or three Borises. Uh, so I'm just going to make sure that it doesn't. Oh no! Oh. You're so too slow behind it. Yeah, right. I'm to get rid of any drop that might be happening as well. I'll use the power usage roll first. Okay. Uh, which I beat by five. All right. And now for some shooting, which I might have to do some fancy stuff on, because I'm going, you know, heart shots, because we got to keep it, you know, their heads could be bobbing from either side, so trying That's to true. stay steadfast. mass. Uh, I beat that shooting test by eight, but I think I get to take another one and take the best of two. You do. Uh, and I beat that shooting test by 12. So I'm going to take that one. You sure? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Your shot fires, and uh, you don't even have to help it keep speed with your power use until after it's ripped through the body of the third Boris. And then it goes through the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and it goes through 18 Boris and Hawaiian shirts in a line and into the room beyond. And it didn't even stop there. You're just not sure if it hit anything else beyond there because you can't really see there. Right, but if they, if there were any more voices in that line, even out of your sight, they might very well have been shot too. Well, let's go see. And there are just dead voices, and as they fall, <laughs> as these Hawaiian shirt-clad voices fall, they slowly fade away. Not even a Hawaiian shirt remaining, and you begin to cross the room. That is far enough. Boris, say you stop here. You stop now. Uh, Boris is wrong, then. And stepping out from between the two columns is uh, what could only be described as a mech. With Boris at the cockpit of the mech. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Cigar in his mouth, looking down upon you. Now let's take some And 100% imagining the comedian from Watchmen. Yeah, that, that fits. And I'll take initiative from everyone again, please. Thank you. Okey -dokey. A thread that connects Tom to Crash, and a Thunder Laboratories that totally doesn't connect to Crash's dad or anything. Oh. Wait. Well let's get a hashtag Crash buff to complete the theme. Oh. Thank you, chat. Thank there you, you chat. Axe is connecting the threads. 19. 19 for John Stone. 18. 18 for Andy James. 21. 21 for Crash. What about you, Brown? Uh, I got a 22. 22. Oh, we're just hey. And again, I go first. Yay what for me. What is this world? Um, really quick, I just wanted to say before, uh, while... Crash was shooting uh, bowling for Bruno's or for Boris's, and um, John was taking out the uh, clothing guy. I wanted to go over to Andy and put my hand on her shoulder and just check in and ask how she's doing after taking. Oh. Well, before we jump into combat, because that was happening, uh, give us that moment, would you? Sure. Oh. 
you know, Bruno just while they're lining up the shot and taking out guys and everything in this in this first room that we're in, um, Bruno just walks over to Andy and kind of puts his arm his arm around her shoulders. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? That looked like a rough shot. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hurting for the first time in a while, but uh, it's good to be fighting by your side again. Oh, so will you two just get a room already? It would be a beautiful moment if uh, if Christian wasn't there to just like high five incest. <laughs> Sorry, just, you, you two have made out in front of me too many times now. So, or <laughs> once. <laughs> hey. That's literally too many times. That's your grandpa. That was Jeffrey. not us. That was avatars. It is different. Yeah. Very well, one of us was an avatar. I, uh... Anyway, carrying... <laughs> all right, uh, let's cut to Boris and his mech That's trying so to kill gross. all of us. Uh, so Boric, Boris, in his uh, ridiculously heavily armed mech, I uh, was going to proceed to open fire on all of you first uh, with a pair of twenty millimeter miniguns. Can you see me? We'll find out, shall we? I am going to miss Bruno. I am going to miss Crash. I am going to succeed by eight against John Stone. What? Oh, no. Huh? And I am going to succeed by two against Andy James, which will miss. So John Stone is the only one hit by the volley of 20-millimeter minigun fire, which is uh, an 80-damage an hit on John Stone. Damn. He can take it. He's okay. He's, He's okay. But uh, I think that did actually hurt him. Oh, yeah. But he could take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's John Stone. And then from the central pilot's position, a single rocket fires from the nose. And I'm going to do one of you randomly who that one's going to go towards. It's going to go towards Crash. Wee. Oh, no. Ballistics, my only weakness. Do you have a weakness, Crash? Yep. And that is going to be a success by four, which does not beat your dodge bonus. And the rocket goes past you and out the doorway, (laughs) flying by. I'm pretending it happened like that. It comes at me, I go. (laughs) And that is going to put us to, uh, sorry, Bruno next. Um, So how big is this mech? It's about 18 feet off the ground and about 16 feet wide with the uh, minigun arm pieces mounted on it. There are less okay. arms and more just miniguns mounted on it. And so uh, the cockpit is like an enclosed uh, glass kind of thing? like Yeah, some kind of armored thing. There seems to be some kind of a little energy field that's surrounding the cockpit area. Hmm. Um, so... First thing I'm going to do is just sling that RPG uh, and fire it directly at the cockpit. Yeah! Give me a shooting test. Not rolling real great, but it still beats it by four. 
Well, there's not much of a dodge bonus there, so the RPG round hits, explodes, blocking your vision for a second, and then the cockpit is unscathed after the firing of the RPG round. Um, so then for second action, um, we're going to run up underneath the legs, uh, jump onto its back, kind of, like go underneath the legs, turn around, yeah. jump up, and then start tearing pieces of engine and gears and um, wires and whatever I can get a hold of to try and start dismantling it from behind. Go ahead and give me an athletics test on that. Sure, now I roll off. Uh, oh. Beat that by 13. Beat that oh. by 13. Wow. It is a, you do a perfect slide underneath, leap up, and grab hold of the back. And the first thing you rip free is for the right-hand minigun. The uh, the ammo container is just ripped clean and tossed across the room. And as the uh, coils to it break, 20-millimeter rounds scatter all over the ground and all over the room. Crash Jackson. Hi, it's me, Crash Jackson. Um, Please. Please. I... <laughs> I'm going to uh, use my notice skill in conjunction with my video game knowledge. Ooh, uh, these to, definitely apply here. Yeah, uh, and, I'll, and I'll be taking a look at it through my scope at the same time so I can tag it, but uh, these giant robot creatures in these types of games usually have something on them that is glowing very brightly, and mm. I just wanna, uh, I'm using my first action to point out what that glowing piece is for all of my party. Uh, give me that video game uh, knowledge action there. That, that one is 100% going to apply. Uh, let's see. It's an 8, so I beat it by 8. Now, this is very much uh, an end-boss video game. In fact, you uh, suspect that this is the true, actual Boris that was intended to be here at some point, rather than the uh, line of them that is going out the door. And back where Bruno is, between the two miniguns, is a glowing circular area that is the vulnerable point of this mech. Okay, I tag it. All of you are aware of the glowing circular point in the rear of the mech. All right. And, uh, those are my actions for the road. All right, let's go to uh, John Stone at A19 next. So Boris is in the mech, yes? Yes, he is inside that mech. And he, uh, it uh, looks a lot like the other Boris's, but there's just something different about this Boris. Uh, the, with what Bruno did, is the cockpit damaged, or is it... How? No, the cockpit is just fine. Huh. Okay. So... Um, now you said that I have bonded with Hotwire, yes? Yep, we'll get to that, I promise. My, so, does that mean I can use his abilities? Mm. You know what, we'll do this the fast and dirty way. I want you to pick one of Hotwire's abilities right now. Well, Hotwire can break into and start any vehicle as a standard action. Is that the one you're picking? Yes. All right. Let me take that down for my notes. That goes on your permanent character sheet, bud. 
Oh, just that one? Usually it's just one, sometimes two abilities that you get from an avatar that you've bonded. You'll, uh, because he's your only bonded avatar, you'll end up getting more in the long run. And oh his, like, his skills that you have also will raise those skills. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Will you give me an advanced technology role and an athletics role to pull this off? Well, if I had known that I only had a choice of one to keep forever, I might not have chosen that one. I didn't know we were going with this, GM. Yeah. <laughs> GMing, GMing. Works. You don't always get the choice. It's nice of him to give you the choice. Welcome to James. Usually yeah, you don't get a choice. I would have preferred the uh, power to create life as the other than the power to teleport. And uh, I didn't get it. And yet here we are. <sighs> Fine. Anyway, what, what am I rolling? A what and a who? I need an athletics roll and an advanced technology roll from you. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, wait. Sorry. I got to roll eights. Whoop. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Athletics roll. Beat that by 11. You leap across the room, landing on the cockpit. And give me that advanced technology roll. Beat that by eight. You find just the right spot, reach in through the electric field, pop a switch, and flip open the uh, canopy of the cockpit, leaving Boris completely exposed. His cigar falls out of his mouth into his lap, and his jaw is hanging open as he is looking up at you. Um, Andy James. Mm -hmm. That was one attack. Nope, that's both between the athletics and the uh, oh, breaking okay. and entering there. Fine, fine. So Boris is ex exposed and his mech is under the control of Hotwire? Yeah, Hotwire could easily take control of it, though, uh, in a few seconds. But he's right there at that moment. He's on the cusp of it. Okay. So it's it's probably not worth crippling the mech since it will it could be an asset for us in the future. Um, in that, Not if that Boris doesn't live through your turn. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Excellent. Um, I feel like it's demon knife time. I really do. Um, and let's see. I have a uh, demon knife. Anytime is demon knife time. Anytime is demon knife time. Um, Put athletics chest on the throne knife, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, beat that by 14. You throw the knife sort of between the legs of John Stone, and it sticks in the forehead of Boris. Nice reflexes. Who gets his face kind of permanently stuck as his body does not fade away. With uh, the jaw hanging open, eyes looking up at John Stone, and then the knife blade embedded in his forehead. Awesome. I just got to ask, John Stone, did you feel a breeze? This is this is for uh, posterity, so please don't lie. <laughs> um, actually, in the, in the middle of all of this ruckus and hubbub, no, I did not feel a breeze. Well, all right. I guess I'll have to get closer next time. <laughs> Are you trying to hit him in his row balls? 
I guess I was curious if they... Uh... They're more like ball bearings, actually. Gotcha. So probably, probably no diodes attached. Diodes? Is that what I mean? I don't know. But, what the but if you do, yeah. you're a freak and I love it. <laughs> Interestingly enough, as soon as that knife impact hit, your uh, five-star level disappeared. Oh. Uh -huh. Hey, uh, John, I think uh, Andy is trying to figure out whether you're fully functional or not for future use. Future use? <laughs> Please try stop trying to make our squad into personal sex toys for you. <laughs> I, but I'm, 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 I'm two of three already, so... Now you ming out with your grandfather makes more sense. <laughs> it's funny because you made out with your grandfather. Oh, my God. Hey, but I'm married to you, so. You're like, well, yeah, so you cheated on me with your grandpa. That's not less weird. <laughs> Wait, I, I thought we were keeping it all in the family. Then I guess I have to make out with Bruno, too? <laughs> Funny. Or I have to make oh, out with my own grandma or grandpa, <laughs> and they're both dead. But I am bonded to a necromancer. So what you're saying is nothing is impossible. Is that although I have the capability to be as freaky as you, I choose not to because I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> Remember, Christian, you're the one who recruited me. And I regret nothing. <laughs> As a character, let me just say, I regret nothing. <laughs> All right. Well. So where were we? Can we get back to killing or something? Uh, the gutter, I believe. <laughs> we, were, we were checking out John Stone's uh, ball bearings. Right, 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 right. Quick, uh, I'm just going to quick re uh, uh, use my grappling hook to pull myself out of the gutter. Um, Thank you. That's a free action. You take it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the uh, five stars have disappeared. Boris is dead in the cockpit of his mech. Wow. That was... Surely it can't be this easy. Did anything change? Uh, no, there's still a lot. Is there, is there any Borises left? Yeah, uh, Borises are still coming out in Hawaiian shirts and joining the, the queue, which is growing back towards the door now that the, uh, the killing has stopped. It took a minute for them to catch up to, to all of the dead ones. But yeah, we got, we got to go, uh... We got to find Tom. Boris Tom Lovovich. Um, since I'm standing right here, right by Boris, do I notice anything about him? Um, anything? He didn't person? fade away. He didn't fade away. That's the first thing you really noticed about him. He's the first Boris to not fade away. He's still in the cockpit. Still has a the, the knife is gone. It of course has returned to wherever it is that Andy pulls it out of thin air from. But, is he uh, bleeding or is he dead? Uh, there's a line of blood from the wound dripping down his nose. Is it actual blood blood? It's video game blood. Oh, okay. So Let's open uh, uh, your shirt. I know that's weird. Say what now? Now it's getting freaky. Pull open your shirt. See, see, it's Hawaiian underneath. 
All right, I, I ripped the show up on. No, he has a tank top on underneath and some dog tags. Bingo. What did dog tags say? Maybe. Nope. It's written in Russian. So, you think I can't read Russian? Oh, Stone. I know you can probably translate it if you need to, but uh, they're Russian military dog tags. It just says Boris. Says Boris, 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 Boris. dot Khrushchev. What's his rank? Major. Just a major? So this guy isn't even... He can't be in charge of this place. He might be in charge of installation, but he's not in charge of... He wasn't a military officer in this world. He's a former military officer turned terrorist. As the only one who's still even slightly avatar, yes. Crash slash sure shot has it right. His... Uh... His military rank wouldn't matter in his terrorist organization that he runs. That's correct. He's like Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, just me. Do we notice anything else going on? The line of Hawaiian shirt clad Boris's is continuing to grow further and further out from the doorway. Uh, you gotta get through that doorway. Yeah. Make your way past the uh, Hawaiian shirt clad Boris's and into a almost plain white room. There is uh, one thing really dominating the uh, landscape in here. Uh, Tom, you can see in here, uh, is in some kind of field of electricity and every few seconds he spasms uncontrollably and has a grimace of pain. And then another Boris appears in a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. Um, Attached to something? He's in an electrical Wait. field. Let, yep. let me. May I? Are there somebody pouring water on him? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. They're using him. Uh, all right. I'm going to go get him out of there. All right, you step into the electrical field and you begin immediately taking uh, 100 points of electrical damage, which doesn't do a whole lot to you in this particular case. Yeah. You, uh, in fact, absorb it. Uh, you grab hold of Tom and pull him free. Tom? As you get to the other side, he kind of shakes his head a little bit, looks confused for a second, stares around the room, looks a little bit upset or distracted it's hard to say what and then waves his hand and everything disappears and turns into just a single simple plain white room it's uh, very familiar to you andy james you've been in this white room before i mean Continuing to pointedly ignore you, he waves his hands again, and the landscape turns into green fields with fruit trees, blue skies, and white clouds. Uh, Birds, insects, and small animals appear next, and then it begins to expand, uh, adding distant forests, tall mountains topped with snowy peaks. It's warm, but not hot, with just a touch of wind, and lots of butterflies. Hey, hey. Tommy, old buddy, old pal, what's uh, what's happening? There. That's more like it. Thank you for the assist, pilot. That was an exceedingly uncomfortable experience. How long have you been kidnapped by an NPC? 
Not on the mic when we first met, huh, Mr. Jackson? No, I guess not. <laughs> you were quite young then. Yeah. Also, it is good to see you, Miss James. You have done well for yourself and the metaverse, just as I knew you would. Thank you. I, I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit leery of you right now. Of course, Miss James. Are you from here? I'm I, I am here. This whole place is you, then? Yes. That's why oh. it's not whole. That is correct. This is my own microcosm, a realm that affixes itself to other metaverses for a time before moving on to another. It, as, it is as much me as who you see. We are one and the same. Hmm. Why? Should we be expecting a uh, visit from Zenda any moment? Why would Ronald Gabriel Zenda be coming here? Funny story. Uh, I'd like to... I have no way of doing that. Uh, John Stone can, though. Can you scan him? To well, see if he's a shard? A shard? A shard, um, rather self? than a poem. Uh, sure, sure. Just take, this, just take a scan of him. Let me take a look at it. Give me an advanced technology, John. Beat it by three. You can't differentiate the being standing before you from the landscape. They all have the same energy signature. Yeah, it seems like this whole place, well, it's him, like you said. So, Tom, if you're this and this is you, how is somebody able to capture you inside of you? Years ago, Colonel Jackson tricked and imprisoned me. He had the help of others. They were intent on taking control of my place to suit their own purposes. When Jackson was gone, his creations took on a mind of their own. And they continued to do what they have been designed to do. A training program. Mr. Jackson can tell you more, if you're curious. He spent a great deal of time here. I'd never really put two and two together that that was you. Of course it was, Mr. Jackson. Hmm. So, the Tom that we dealt with was a shard to begin with. That is correct, Mr. Jackson. So, Tom was the playground that Thunder built for you when you were young, but they then, after you were no longer part of the program, they turned into the basis of Project Metaverse. You are partially correct, Mr. Hamilton. Uh, I was already in existence. Mr. Jackson and his friends simply corrupted this place to suit their own purposes. And then used the pieces of it that they took to create the tactical operations matrix. That is correct. You're not even really Tom. Tom. 
That was the name that Jackson decided upon. What should we call you instead? Tom is acceptable. Great. Hey, I I know this is probably weird, but like next time you get a chance to do a Google search, you might want to reconsider that shirt. It's just become slightly problematic. I don't really want to talk about it or get into it, but like think about it. Uh Ah, yes. The I adopted it from one of the companions of the Colonel Jackson when his visit here. One of them that corrupted the landscape. I, uh, Mr. Krieger, I believe his name was. Yeah. Nick. Oh, Nick. Hello. Nick and Jackson came here, found you, and then used you to develop their training programs in the, the, the spaces. Okay. In essence, you would be correct. What, uh, what is your purpose in life? What is my purpose? What am I? Ah. Answering that question could be potentially dangerous to your very existence. But mm -hmm. I can see from the recent events that have transpired that there is little point in avoiding it. Mini-God, yes. calling it now. You will be confronted with that answer soon enough. I am the same as, or more appropriately, I am a variation of the things you currently consider your enemies and a threat to the metaverse. Much as Harvester was, I am, or was, a nightmare. We take many forms, much like your metaverses do. And as we are nightmares, they and yourselves are dreams. I understand that such a revelation could have negative consequences for you, and I do apologize. In my travels, uh, separated as I was, that portion of me that was Tom, that you knew, changed things. It became intertwined with the dreams that I once fed upon. I am uncertain exactly what it is that I am now, only that I am changed by you, Miss James and Abigail. Two more intertwined dreams. It is a complex web, is it not? And who are the dreamers? I do not know. Hmm. So are you... Telling us that we ourselves are not real? What is real, Miss James? Well, I would assume flesh and body people, but... If we hey, are... James, you're we're real. real. We're real enough to... We're real enough to have been able to rescue him. So if we're not real, neither is he. As I he, explained, I am a he nightmare. He thought us, therefore we are? I don't believe you understand, Miss James. I did not thank you. Dreams in exist independent of nightmares. But nightmares are still useful for teaching lessons. They shouldn't be correct. They shouldn't be destroyed out of hand, unless they're like Harvester and are just parasites. This is correct. Harvester 
also was a corruption. Whether by design or choice. So who was the architect of all this? I do not know. Huh. That's the dreamer. Or dreamers. Hmm. I think we so, all learned something today. A lot. Wait, more, more maybes than we were ready for. I apologize for that. But your present uh, course of action would have these things be forcibly revealed to you. And perhaps by an enemy who would use such knowledge against you. They always do. You do currently struggle against these nightmares, do you not? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We've been fighting them any way we can for a while now, and it has not been going well. We decided to take a new tactic, which seems to work a little bit better, but we don't know if we're making any progress. Mm. It is a difficult thing to gauge. I'm just trying to balance the darkness with some kind of light, and that's such an abstract concept that, you know, it seems like maybe we're succeeding sometimes, but we've nothing to show for it, so perhaps we're not. It is an interesting conundrum. So, loot boxes, that's something you generate, or is that something that comes from the dreamers? I would say that I create them, or more so that I separate portions of myself. Loot boxes are part of me. And the old, the old Tom could only pull loot boxes from things that were already in that metaverse unless something happened special. That is correct. So since he was a shard, he was probably just using whatever was handy. Like a ingrained skill or ability. That would be accurate, Mr. Jackson. What about uh, Monday or Milkshake with the letters? I am sorry. I do not know who that is. Huh. I don't really either. But... Monday. Connected to Joe's Diner somehow. Ah, I see. You are speaking of the Chronicler. Monday. That is the name she chose. I understand now. Um, is the Chronicler like you? Is it a dreamer? What is the Chronicler exactly? I am uncertain. The Chronicler is a connection. More than that, I cannot say. High concept stuff, for sure. And with that, there seems to be a slight tear in the fabric of reality behind you. And stumbling through it is uh, Jonathan Rhodes, missing his hat, covered in dirt, with a half dozen wounds, cuts, and scrapes on his body. He does not, not look well. Not Zenda Rhodes, but old school Rhodes? But old school Rhodes. Jonathan, who had the position before Zenda, falling down onto his knees and then pulling himself up. Finally, found you. 
I'm looking everywhere. It, it took her. Crash. It took her. What took who? I legit thought you were here to put us in prison. She, she said she found something to help, and, and it found her. It found us, and it took her. Who? I can't find her anywhere. Who? That, that thing, that oily, greasy thing. No, her. Who's her, John? Monday. It took Monday. That's the lady that writes the letters. That's right. the chronicler. Yeah. That's, that's Milkshake. Yeah. That's the one who told us it could all, all end. John, we can find her. She's been helping. Where did it take her? I, I don't know. I've been looking everywhere, and I can travel anywhere. I can't find her. She's nowhere. Rhodes, we can help. Don't you panic. find her. We will. We just need a way to get there. She's been helping us this whole time. The Chronicler. The Chronicler is connected to many metaverses. There's threads. Yes, threads. Hmm. We've been getting threads. Every time I follow them, it helps. We Gold threads. Those are the ones. Oh, I've seen them too. I believe this being intends to use these threads much as it would use a pilot. Gross. But whereas a pilot would limit to accessing a single metaverse or dream, using this Monday would allow it to access all of them. Oh, wow, she's using Tom, Evil Tom's old plan. Nice. Oh, God. Well, she's our friend, so we're going to go help her. Don't worry about that, Rhodes. Have you talked to other roads? Can't find him anywhere either. Don't know where he is. Is he gone? I, I don't think so. I think he's he's doing something somewhere. I just can't seem to find him. Have you tried breaking a law? No. Would you give it a spin? If you wanna you wanna find roads. First thing you got to do is break the law. Won't it's work a, for us because we've got immunity right now. It's not a terrible if, idea. Just in case you needed an idea, I do have I, those. I didn't think of that one. I, 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 I can go do that. You said you, you can find her. You, you've got to find her. You've got to help her. I, I'll find. I'll find Zenda. I'll, I'll find Rhodes. And, and, and look, and if I'll, she I'll wants her needs to be found, we'll find her. But you, you've got to. You got to help her. Okay. We will. We will. Wait a minute. Is that Tom? No. Sort of. That's Magnum P.I. He just shaved his mustache. We'll talk about this later. I'm going to go break a, a law and find Zenda. I, I, I'll catch up with you soon, Crash. And another tear in reality opens and 
Jonathan stumbles through it and it closes up behind him. I know we're going to help him, but I still don't like that fucking guy. What's that? Uh, what's that German word that means like you're taking joy in someone else's pain? Because right now, I'm I'm right now. is it Farfignugan? I want it to be Farfignugan. No, not the one Andy said. Wienerstitzel. Ooh, I like Wienerstitzel. Schadenfreude. I I think I finally understand Schadenfreude. The idea of him breaking the law and getting arrested. It kind of is more pleasing than it probably should be. That both helps him and makes me very happy at the same time, so I'm, I'm down with it as well. Not too upset about it, no. I hope Zenda does the finger-snapping thing, Adam. I can hate that. If a nightmare took this chronicler, it will be difficult to retrieve her. Where do we begin looking? How do we find her before we can retrieve her? All nightmares require that they exist within another metaverse by attaching to them. Sometimes these are transient. They will move from metaverse to metaverse. Like you. Yes. And as it moves from metaverse to metaverse, it may be hard to find. But within this transient zone, within this nightmare, this being controls what is reality. You will be walking into its home, and it will decide what you see, what you hear, and what you feel. Oh, boy. That's literally my whole life normally anyway. I just uh, remember the last nightmare, Rome, I was uh, unprepared for. Good, you're definitely coming then. Great. This will probably be worse. What? This will probably be worse. No, I heard it first time. That was that was an exclamation, not a question. What? It? How does it get worse than blood-filled balloons and things grabbing you under the table? It will have prepared itself for whatever it is that hurts you the most. Right. So, suggestion: when we get back before we send anyone into these places. Uh, a visit with uh, Dr. Clarkson to, you know, get our brains in the right place is probably in order. Are you telling me that you would actually take psychiatric advice from Dr. Clarkson? (laughs) Have you met the rest of the shrinks that we have access to through the military? Yeah, Um, you're right. I mean, she might, she's probably the better option of those, but She's still possibly a psychopath, and we do need to take that into consideration. <laughs> I think at this point, um, none of us are too far from that reality. So many personalities running around in our heads. So many actions under our belts that we may never be able to come to grips with. Andy, James, you have it worse than most in that particular case. Most of the rest of us only have to deal with one at a time. Also, you're the only one here who's made out with your grandparent. Oh, my God. And that's the real reason that I need to talk to Dr. Jenica Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. You are many dreams rolled into one, Miss James. Those were our avatars. Did you hear that, Andy James? You are a lot of dreams rolled up into one. I know. I just heard that I'm a dreamboat. And um, 
I I am I am disproportionately pleased by that. That uh, but also still horrified that that they took Monday. Whatever. When you go after her, remember this and use it as your strength. She's helped us a lot along the way, and she might be the key to ending this whole thing to begin with. So uh, we're definitely going to help her. Of course. Although I don't know how we're going to lock on to a nightmare that's on to a metaverse until we identify it. So let's hope for more threads and a lot of luck. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Yes. How do we get out of your shithole nightmare? I have nothing preventing you from leaving. You may leave at any time you choose. And you are welcome to return whenever you so choose. Actually, that would be always welcome here. This is literally my favorite metaverse right now, uh, now that it's no longer corrupted, because it is just a giant video game, and I want to come play here all the time. Oh, of course. And as you require, I can change the environment to whatever you so wish, Mr. Jackson. Yes, I know that now, and I'm even more excited about that. Candy bushes everywhere. Candy bushes. And with that, bushes with lollipops on them up here. Candy bushes. <laughs> I just saw Helen's expression, and I know what's going through your head. <laughs> nothing, is, nothing's going through my head. Is no. it because you thought Candy Bushes was the name of a porn star and not actual bushes with candy on them? Oh, it's because Helen thinks of sweet things. And yes, yeah, thank head. you. Thank you. That's exactly, uh-huh. Of course she does. She's all those dreams rolled into one. <laughs> and I guess one of them is about candy bushes, so. so and her sister, Cindy. Now that Crash has candy bushes, is he going to go suck on them? No. <laughs> all right. Shame you you're a father. <laughs> Look, you two, get a metaverse. <laughs> Jackson out and that's all we have for tonight's episode of Masters of the Metaverse guys I want to thank you all for joining us uh, I believe that uh, Boy Jumpers is coming back this week after taking their one week hiatus with a new season yeah brand yeah. new season more Boy Jumpers more crazy new stuff introduce a new uh, performer to you uh, as Brian Lewis uh, deals with a becoming a new father which I think is yes, um, yeah, and uh, um, who's the new cast member? Do we have DJ Game Night tomorrow? Uh, his name's Casey Jackson. He's an actor in LA. Nice. In LA. Yeah, DJ Game Night is tomorrow. Dead gentlemen Game space. Night. Um, and uh, Zoe Game Night is uh, not back yet, but they're going to be returning um, once they they're going to be. Coming in with uh, just the hosts in the studio and uh, uh, bringing in guests by Skype, but they'll be doing that starting um, right after Gen Con. Um, so, hey, we'll got more to look for in August. And, oh, hey, Gen Con, we've got some great stuff coming for Gen Con. There's Gamers Live happening for Gen Con. Gamers there's, Live. A, there's a Metaverse special there's happening for Gen Con. Oh, yeah, Metaverse happening. Gen Con special. Don't want to miss it. Uh, make sure that you register for Gen Con as soon as you can. It's gone virtual. It's there's so much stuff that they have. Uh, 
for a special yeah, episode. If, if you've never had a chance to play Demon Hunters, Gen Con is usually the perfect time to jump on board that bandwagon because they're usually running a whole bunch of games. So take a look yep. at the schedule and see if you can get onto one of those if you're interested in trying that game out. There's some Demon uh, Hunters games. I believe they're even Demon running a uh, Demon Hunters use, uh, our use of rules for a Metaverse-inspired game there. Oh, a Fate uh, Metaverse? That's sweet. Yeah, Fate Metaverse is definitely happening on one of those that's being run. Uh, so you don't want to miss that one. Can someone play as Arcadian if they are in Demon Hunters? <laughs> yeah, he's one of the pre-gens, so of course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've 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 actually run games at Gen Con where Harkadian was in the party. I wow. ran one at MobyCon where he basically uh, Harkadian was like the hero of that whole story because <laughs> he that that player just knew what was up. Wow. Yep. Lots of great stuff. And then uh, I have it on good authority that uh, couriers with Trapper and Crow will return this Friday. There are the the schedule hookups or hiccups seem to be taken care of. I keep hearing that too. Yeah, I don't but know. Who's saying. I miss those boys. Yeah, <laughs> miss those guys too. So we're hoping to bring more of Couriers with Trapper and Crow coming back to you. Um, anyway, love you guys. Thank you for joining us. And uh, next week we will begin uh, the first episode in a two-part series for the finale of this season. That's right, two weeks back to back finale for this season of Metaverse. You don't want to miss it. The ending of Dreams and Nightmares. Love all you guys. See you next time. Night! Masters, masters of the metaverse, masters, masters of the metaverse, they travel through time and space and stuff. Troll them, reroll them, throw them above. They fly through dimensions, this isn't a bluff Heroes compelled, they have no choice Bound by the winds of a secret voice Masters, masters of the metaverse Masters, masters of the metaverse Masters, masters of the metaverse, masters, masters of the metaverse.